This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep your hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the tinfoil hat titan. A.K.A. the conspiracy realist, A.K.A. the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles, A.K.A. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, Don? It's your man, Dane, three underscore, three one three. Real name, no gimmicks. The West Side Landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame. And a David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk podcast, episode 277. On, on you, you hoes. Um, man. A lot of episodes. Yeah. A lot of weeks. Um, we gonna be coming. We ain't really do, but we ain't really do shit for like this the five year shit. But because because the demic still yeah yeah, but like still acting like a little bitch. Since we had like two seventy seven, like we should probably do a live show for three hundred. I'm with it. Last live show we did was two hundred. Well, I told you somebody reached out to us about doing oh, yeah, yeah, doing yeah. the show at their facility. So I said we was I said we was down. What for happened it. to the other one too? That's still on the flow too. Okay. Well, we got two venues popping yeah. up, but like a celebration. You know what I'm saying? The last time we had a, a giant show, episode 200, it was March 13th. The, the world shut down. The next week. You know, not that day. <laughs> it was March 13th. I was just telling them on the elevator, like, dog, I thought like that shit was just going to be like two weeks. We just pro- postponed it for two weeks. Nigga Yo. been in the house a year. Hey, you know what's really fucked up? Because that shit was, what, you know, 15, 16 months ago and shit. You know, everybody keep posting this, yo, fucking uh, PPP and, you know, go to the fucking website and put your information. You know how many times I fucking, I fucking filled out for that shit? Legitimately, they was like, no. Oh, sorry, we ain't, uh, we only giving money for agriculture or some shit like that, right? So then it got to the point where I started uh, submitting. They be like, yo, we got your shit already, so we're going to delete this one. I'm like, damn. So last week it was some shit floating around like, yo, they still giving out 15 grand and this. And I'm like, let me fuck it. Let me, it's been a minute. You know what I'm saying? Put my shit in there. Immediately they ran my credit. Cause I got a fucking <laughs> what? <laughs> niggas ran my credit. I'm like, fuck, hey, hold on, nigga. I didn't want to hit on my credit report. You know what I'm saying? But like, fuck it. It's all right. Cool. And like 20 minutes later, I hit my record, my, hit my credit and shit. Later on that day, I got an email like, um, yeah, yo, we, we seen you put this one in already so that one's still being processed i'm like nigga that was like 16 months ago and shit so we're gonna delete this one today uh they sent me an email and was like uh declined <laughs> oh so I'm, I'm i'm waiting that's the part i'm waiting they on said, they said decline, and then it was like they gonna send me a thousand dollars though i'm like 
I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I we can buy something in this bitch. Thanks, you know what I'm saying? One month, like, okay, I appreciate it, but like, goddamn, it is what it is, though, man. You got something? Yeah, I guess. And you so. ain't got to worry about going to jail for a rack. I mean, I want. To, so when I was working at the credit union and shit, I seen niggas getting off on this PPP shit, dog. I'm looking at like sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollar deposits for niggas who ain't got no business. They putting that shit in their so. I'm like. Yo, niggas is getting off. I can do this shit for real. They was like, no. Every time. I'm like, man, I got tax statements. I got actual profits and losses. Like, what y'all, what y'all niggas want? You don't know the right way to scam. I, and and I it's don't. karma. It's karma. Cause you're always talking about scamming being like like a real crime. And I told you that shit is victimless. The money is free. No, I said I gotta do is, just go get it. I said some of that shit is digital cat burglary. Like digital purse snatching and shit, you know what I'm saying? Rapping old ladies for their purses and shit. But working at the credit union at the time, yo, that shit don't be victim. Niggas be fucked up over that shit. Now if it come off your credit card, you know, they got shit for that. But when you supposed to pay your rent on the first and your shit gone, you about to get it's a your victimless cry. All right, yeah. <laughs> they never got you before. <laughs> yeah, I got got once. <laughs> yeah. middle, middle of the night, Chase Bank hit me up because the nigga at Walmart doing a fucking fool. Yeah, but like you know, you say you you got it's your last day to get that item out of pawn. Them niggas don't care that somebody hacked your card, dog. I mean, the game is the game, shit. It is, it is. But anyway, <laughs> man, how was your week, my brother? Week was cool. I tattooed myself this week. Oh shit, man. Let's see, man. It's just on my. This is a little small one on my hand. Oh, this. Yeah. Okay. Because niggas don't believe like I really be fucking with the tattoo shit. So I mean, we got to show something. You well, know what now, I'm now I fucking got it. So. You ain't you ain't posted a picture no pig skin, nothing. I, I mean, the I, oranges, I'm, all this shit you've been talking. I'm I'm doing. I'm working. I'm working. I ain't gotta just just believe that I'm doing it. You don't you don't gotta see the proof. Yeah, you know. Niggas thought Moses was crazy. I mean, Noah was crazy till it started raining. Nigga, I'm I'm, I'm doing the work. Well, well, that's the first raindrop, nigga. And it's only, it's only a little. <laughs> and, when, and then the flood came, my nigga. I'm doing the work. You know, that's 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 on point. It is. I'm gonna tattoo somebody on the show soon. I already got a volunteer. Oh, okay. More power. To <laughs> yeah, I already you got feel, a volunteer. You know, uh, it's not gonna be me. If y'all was wondering, uh, I get you before the year out. Like if I if I see some work, dog. You just seen the work, nigga. Nigga, you I just, just seen to, it. I used to draw that shit in middle school, <laughs> nigga. Not, I don't fucking count, nigga. You just seen it. But no, in real life, dog, good shit, man. I know you said you was gonna do it. You went and got your shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's wild trying to tattoo your own shit. I didn't think that went all the way through. And what you, you left handed or right handed? I'm right handed. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, this week, man. Uh. You know, it's been me and Umar. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he he coming along. He coming along good. He getting big, man. The nigga won't stop biting though, which is a good thing to to a certain extent. It's just a phase, my nigga. Yeah. They, they like babies. They teething for sure. Uh, but me and Umar been we been down. Uh, Speaking of babies, no, I'm just fucking with y'all. <laughs> this nigga dog every fucking week, man. Every week, That's dog. I was just fucking. Uh, you know, me and Umar, my German Shepherd. Uh, he's gonna be a killer, dog. Uh, on a what? I got one more week that I can put him in formalized training. He's gonna be a beast, man. He gonna probably be up here. Why? Are you one of them niggas? Like you gotta take your dog everywhere you go? If I, I don't, I don't like niggas like that. I don't like niggas like that. Well, I don't like niggas who tattoo they. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like keep, like keep your animal at home. Hey, man, I'm an animal in the streets, so that nigga gonna be with me if I feel like it. 
And who gonna stop me though? I mean, who gonna stop me? I mean, if we bring your dogs to the studio, then I mean, there's no animals allowed in the building. But I mean, who gonna stop me? Yeah, leave that nigga at home, man. Ain't you live in the suburbs? That dog gonna be yeah. soft as charmin. Okay, he ain't gonna be ready to kill nothing. All right, man. Let's see your dog. You, <laughs> you got know, I got a crazy nigga pit bull. Your dog probably run you, man. Nah, it don't work like that. Okay, I'm Idiot. the leader of the pack, my nigga. Okay, we'll see. All right, Umar gonna <laughs> listen. Uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to put the film on. You know, Umar gonna go over there, set it off, have your dog run around the run around your backyard and shit, dog. Okay, I mean, you know, that's that that's the bullshit that you selling this week. We got it, man. All right. So I mean, we got a couple of guests in the building, man. This absolutely, week, absolutely. I've been talking a few weeks in a row. You know, I'm big fans of the music and the movement. And got some incredible young spitters in here. We joined this week by uh, Mike George, baby, uh, baby Mark. I don't know. Is, is that that is the correct okay, pronunciation of baby Mark? <laughs> yeah. No, I I'm not trying to disrespect the name. And my man Dave Hill in the booth with us what too, up, man. What up, dog? What's good, what up, fellas? What up? What's the deal? Uh man, shout out to you, man. You've been down for a long time, man. Absolutely. Uh, you've definitely been down for a long time. We appreciate you. And uh we've been listening to the music for a long time and shit. So I'm I'm glad we got a chance to That's finally right. connect. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a long time coming. Um, before we get into uh, you know, to, to y'all brothers, man, we're gonna have y'all join in a couple of these little hot topics or whatever and shit. Was kind of talking uh, before the mics came on. Was talking about T Pain and shit. And uh, that you, what, what, what was you saying? Uh, so allegedly, the story is that it's like not alleged, he said it. Okay, well, well, the fucking story is that Usher was on T Pain was on the plane. Usher summoned this nigga. We, <laughs> according to the room, <laughs> Usher summoned the nigga into the bathroom on the plane so they could have a conversation. And he basically told that nigga that he ruled music. I'd have told Usher to suck my fucking dick. Like, and first he of all, just say you ruin music. You ruin music for real singers. Like, nigga, you feel me? Like, the extra little sprinkle on there make it even worse. I feel like Usher been using auto tune also. Like, he got a couple songs where he get familiar with that shit. Or am I just or, tripping? No, you're not tripping at all. He had a whole album. Everybody uses auto tune. He was on that pop shit. Yeah. yeah. Everybody uses auto tune. Everybody uses it. But auto tune or pitch correct? Because. No, yeah, auto tune. You, you, you use auto tune sure. for pitch correction. It's just the amount that you apply to the yeah, bubble. Yeah. I just so happen to be an audio engineer too. So like, okay, like it, you use keep auto tune. Keep it honest. But so I'm, I guarantee you, somebody done put some auto tune on Usher voice. Fact. But but you can take the auto tune away for Usher and he can hold it. He can hold his own. Yeah. That's a fact. So it's not very necessary. But I, but we, I've heard T Pain sing without auto tune also, and the nigga like He's not, not Usher. So I will. No, he's he not cold, usher, though. but he's he not. He's he not, not weak. He's not bad. Yeah. He's not usher though. So T Pain told the story on the Breakfast Club that um, I guess when Charlemagne was still on the radio in South Carolina, he came up there and had him sing without the auto tune, and that shit was trash, and he clowned him for it. And uh, I guess he got he got. So mad. this nigga harboring feelings. So look, he had got <laughs> so he, <laughs> so he had got mad. And, you know, you say he called him, custom out, whatever, whatever. But then that was the point where he started going for vocal lessons and shit like that. So when he was on The Breakfast Club a couple of years later, he was like, yo, when you dropped whatever. His- so the, the story didn't took a turn, in my opinion. Like, the nigga feelings hurt. Yeah, because he, 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 at first he couldn't sing. He's better without without auto-tune and shit like that. So he can hold a note. He, he, he's good. So is it wrong for being honest with niggas, though? Like, is I'm saying, though, listen. 
who don't like T-Pain? The nigga had like 20 songs on the charts at one time. He got like records for that shit. But when that nigga came with the auto-tune, everybody started doing that shit. And it did fuck up the the the, the quote-unquote did it fuck, did it fuck it up or did it just change the landscape of, of that time? Well, niggas always talking about R&B say, dead. It depends on how you look yeah, at it. Yeah, but it, it's not because of auto-tune. It's because of the niggas making the R&B. That's, that's what I'm saying. Niggas aren't, aren't making timeless R&B music. Because yeah, like, niggas want to rap. At, at any point that, time, that T-Pain was popping, somebody that really sing was still popping too. So it's on you. You know what I'm saying? If Usher must have been cold at the moment, he was just hating. And music just go on, waves man. like that. Listen, I get it. I think but Usher niggas, has some truth to it. Yes. Nah. Y'all know that shit. <laughs> nigga, Jay even made a song, <laughs> we, Death we, of Auto-Tune. We let Jay say and Death auto, of Auto-Tune. And Auto-Tune didn't die. Jay it didn't did kill it. Yeah. No, Jay he, couldn't kill it. He, did, he didn't kill it. He Pop champagne. Like, nigga, some of that shit was horrible. Yeah, nigga, but but it's always horrible music on the lands. It's yeah. niggas always make horrible music. And at the but same time, got we to... got future out of that shit type shit. Oh, you yeah. feel me? Like I ain't had no manners for no sluts. And that shit sounds excellent with the auto tune. We sing it every time. I get it, man. But a lot of singers, popular or unpopular, they I mean, once a new wave come in, like you ushered in Usher, no pun intended, <laughs> he ushered in a wave, that shit was kind of weak. But, but nobody was doing it like T-Pain. Okay, yeah. but he was just telling them like, yo, you kind of fucking... Like, he probably wasn't trying to say that shit like... Who was, no, Usher, who was Usher to go making them type of statements? Right. Who made that nigga the king of the world? Them niggas was friends. He even said, like, that's my man, that's my friend. So, like, he, hey, yo, my nigga, you know, you kind of... Yeah. You hot right now, but you kind of fucking the game up for us niggas who like to be on some crooning shit. And not a, not a, the market... Nigga, you worry about what the fuck you doing and don't worry about what the fuck I'm yeah. doing over here. Yeah, I would have just sent them a drink and laughed at them. Man, I think that shit soft as hell. Right. He said that nigga was in a depression for that four years. That shit weak as hell. It that ain't my weak. fault that you, yo soul, brittle. <laughs> I'm yeah, not going to be depressed over Usher. He, right. he and and guess spirit. what? And guess what? I can tell a nigga my opinion whenever the fuck I feel like it. I can tell you that, but it's not my fault that you went to a deep depression. That's some weak shit. That, that's some, not weak shit. I'm about to say we not, uh, we're not going to make fun of depression. Yeah, I mean, but that's some shit that you got to, that's, that you got to deal with. That's not my fault. Nigga, I just told you my opinion. And it probably wasn't even like, nigga, you. He probably was laughing and joking. We're like, nigga, you kind of fucking up. I'm not right wearing now. no. Ain't no nigga with no mohawk and no fucking leather pants going to tell me about shit the fuck I'm doing. The fuck out my face. C Pain was wearing leather pants. No, nah, I'm sure time. Usher like, was wearing. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I could just see. I just don't. <laughs> Any nigga that make confessions can say what the fuck you want to do about R&B. Nigga, fuck you. You can't. You can't. Who, who cry? This nigga Usher not Bobby Brown. He not the king. Usher's not the king. Okay, he, well, he, he near the top. Not, not. Come on, come like my but nigga. But after you that talking, point, he way past confessions, so you can't be talking crazy. Confessions was in the rearview mirror. Right. Like, nigga, re- what you doing like, now? It's in the rearview mirror. So if you feel like he ruined music. It's like, what you nigga, doing right now? Things. It don't yeah. even matter if it's in the rearview mirror, nigga. If nigga, if Michael Jackson was alive, nigga, Thriller was forty years ago, nigga. But at the same and so, time, when he say something, nigga, that it means something. That nigga Usher got a classic. So Quincy Jones come out and say some shit. You gonna tell him, nigga? That was that you old nigga. You not even plugged in <laughs> no more. You gonna ask Quincy like. what happened? Yeah, I'm gonna tell Quincy Jones like nigga, I don't give a fuck. You exactly. feel me? What like, have you done for me right now? So Dame, listen, man, I like your argument as far as like content and entertainment, but you capping right now because you said the exact opposite before. Like that shit sound good as a soundbite, but you don't know you don't mean that shit, dog. Uh, who who gave Usher the carte blanche to say whatever the fuck he <laughs> wants to niggas? Like that's a that's. 
just answer that part. Like, who gave Usher the plug to just say whatever to other R&B niggas? Especially during a time where you kind of ice cold, my nigga. Confessions. When? <laughs> if we talking like four years ago. No, he said he was in the depression for four years. It wasn't four years ago. He said he was in the depression for four years. Okay, so if we going back on a time where like T-Pain was on top. Like, niggas, Usher didn't have shit said, bubbling right then. I think he said, I'm the king, like, nigga. 2015 or some shit like that. All right, confessions yeah, yeah. had came and went. Yeah, what you saying? Right. I'm not saying that it's not a classic album. Like, I'm no, not I'm saying, what be- are you saying? You saying Usher can't tell a nigga his, his friend, he can't tell him, because I can say that shit behind your back. Sound, I'd rather say it to it your face. It sounds a little like hating when I'm on the top, though. Yeah. yeah. It sounds sound like, 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 on the top in 2015, they both be on that. It sounds like hating if he said it behind the closed doors and then it just come back to him. That's a real nigga to be like. To tap you, you know on what? your shoulder and tell you to your face, yo, nigga. That means you really mad. <laughs> <laughs> Before you hear it in the blogs, nigga, you done fucked this shit up for us. I mean, we give our opinion on shit on this podcast. Who the fuck is we? Nigga, I just gave a whole introduction to who the fuck I am. I feel like I'm <laughs> okay. certified to get them type of opinions. Usher certified. That nigga got like, nigga, 10 million records sold. Probably more than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. You t- that nigga can't talk about R&B music, nigga? He, you you when not all this, hot, right. When, when not all this, hot right now. When all this versus shit, nigga, he's always hot. Nigga can do a fucking arena tour whenever the fuck he want to. That's false. Yeah. You he don't think so? Not now. Not now. But not when he was mad. Now. Or back, not I'm, in the I'm last seven you, years, he can't. Usher can one hundred percent sell out an arena though. With, with nothing today, with, with nothing, today? with nothing popping, Where? he's never gonna have nothing because he got a <laughs> he got a catalog. Usher been making music since ninety eight. This not this not the Dave. This not the old school tour. Niggas niggas want to see what you promoting right now. That's a, yeah, that, like, that's a damn Usher, lie. It would have to be some shit on. He's like on some. I'm performing confessions. He can't perform. I can no perform new everything. <laughs> I can perform all. Like no matter what. Maybe I he could do cap- like one of them Vegas re- residencies. Yeah, you are you kept okay. Usher is not gonna sell out fifty arenas right now. He just not. not. He does not. I don't. Mm-hmm. You can't sell that. But Omarion and, and them motherfuckers can do that shit on the Scream tour, right? Yeah, so you mean like to tell me? You, you mean to tell me that the when they was popping, they was Jason. all the seventeen-year-old girls was there. But like two years ago, Jason. all the thirty-something women was out at the motherfucking concerts and they old two thousand gear. Yeah. The niggas mm-hmm. sold out the fucking uh, Little Caesars. But it's all of them niggas. That's what I'm saying. They had a, it was twelve niggas on the yeah. bill, and they didn't make it the full fucking tour. Who did they make it? Like nigga, the, everybody went. They got they, they got into a fight. I mean, that's why they didn't make it. It wasn't because the tickets weren't. Hey, I, I don't control the narrative. Like, like it just Ruby didn't happen. It so. wasn't part of money, none. So your <laughs> argument is that Usher can't go out and sell out a tour. I don't. He can sell out a tour. He just not selling out arenas though. No. Yeah, I don't think that he's selling out arenas today, right now. I don't. Fooling. He don't have nothing new to promote. I don't even gotta do nothing. So can Jay Z sell out right now? That's not. How, how can Jay Z sell out right now? Yeah, he. That's. Oh, can Nas talk, sell out right we're now? We're talking on, two different genres. Uh, on, do I think Nas can do a stadium tour right now? No, no, no I don't. I'm no, Hove I don't. Can. A stadium tour. Hove can. Hove, yes, absolutely. Do I think Nas can do a stadium 100%. tour? Nah, what, he was he here? What was he? Where was he when he was here? Who? Nas when he did. Shane Park. Okay. Fox. He he do come to Shane Park. Him and Erica Badu. I seen him myself. Like he he gonna sell do out Fox a, and he do two shows. Okay, the same, nigga, the Fox ain't little. Back. The, the Fox ain't little back, Caesars. The Fox ain't little Caesars. 
You feel, like not, you 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 all uh, cap right now. Okay. You, you duck because you talk about niggas on this. Oh, nigga, Fifty Cent that run that run he did. Nigga, that shit was one two thousand three. Can Fifty Cent sell out of uh the the, the Little Caesars? Not today, no. So if not Little today. C- so if if G Unit was headlining a tour because you said you want to see the G Unit in the lock store, your ass know the fuck you gonna be there. I and they ain't be. got they don't got shit hot going on right now. Yes, but I but I. I also, honestly, no, them niggas are not going. G Unit and the fucking locks yeah. are not going to pack out the Fox, my if nigga. You, that's you a great thing. They're not, they not going to pack out Little Caesars. Send them niggas to the reefer and and they'll pack that shit out. So, so when I say Usher can't sell out a tour, you think Usher gonna come by himself? Nigga, first of all, you said stadiums. Let's like yeah. let's 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 keep it in line. Okay, do I think Little Usher, Caesars is a stadium? Yes, yeah. nigga. Okay, and I think that do Usher, I think can Usher come on a tour do I think and sell he, out Little Caesar Arena. Do 100%. I think he can sell out a tour? Like yes. Yes, but do I think he going to sell out 50 fucking arenas? Absolutely not. So who Absolutely not. All right, uh, you capping right now. Or you just lost. Today? Today? No. Bad that, Boy sell, didn't Bad Boy sell out that shit on a reunion Jay, tour? You, Did they do that not? Did they or did they not at the reunion tour? I'm talking about shit that happened right here. Niggas that you know was at the concert. Yes, they they did. Did they have new music out? Was they playing their old shit? It was 20 niggas playing their old shit. Okay. Usher and company. Come on, my niggas. Usher and company, I'll give them. That's what I'm saying. Usher is the headline. He's not going to come by himself. But we give himself. No one comes by their self. You know what I'm saying? I just don't think today Usher's going to sell out 50 stadiums. I mean, who said 50 stadiums? You talk we talking a tour, 20, 25. I don't think he's going to do 25 consecutive state stadium size venues right now today who does in 2021. Consecutive stadiums. Even Nigga, that's how tours work. Niggas be on the road <laughs> 60 fucking days. They got a day off in between or some shit to travel, but niggas are constantly putting on shows. Not 50. Not stadiums. No one does fifty state. It's not even. It's not fifty stadiums. Like niggas. Is There's not, absolutely fifty stadiums in the U.S. Jason. How many? How many stadiums did Jay and Eminem do when they went on their tour? Because it wasn't fifty. Okay, I'm just throwing. All Beyonce right, don't motherf- even do fifty. All right, twenty five. She I, can, but she don't. <laughs> I'm ninety percent sure she did at least fifty. Man, I'll in give America. I think her about like, California. And Carly got like four stadiums alone. I give her like a. Uh, I probably like she's not doing a like she don't even got to. I'm not doing a 50 day tour, dog. If I, if a nigga just ran on a stadium tour, say yo, we about to hit 10 stadiums, that's a tour, my nigga. That's a bag. You tripping? I, I'm not saying that Usher can't get a bag. I'm I'm not. <laughs> I just don't think that he's gonna sell out a bunch of these bitches right the fuck now. That's just that's just my opinion. All right, that's the hill I'm gonna die on. Long story short, if a nigga want, if Usher want to talk about R and B music to T Pain, he can do that shit. It is not his fault that T Pain went into a dark depression for four years. Well, technically, it is. Oh man, because T Pain was cool. He was cool before that conversation. Right. He was he on, he just was on with T Pain. That's what I think. He was a little brittle. That's all. Uh, he needs some milk. <laughs> um, but then, like, I seen somebody uh talking about. On t- on Twitter and shit talking about is it safe to say that Confessions was overrated? No, like, I'm not no. gonna. I'm not like, gonna. Like, go like, nigga, this is, I'm not gonna. This, go that. this is not a safe nah, place. You cannot say that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I get oh, y'all want to rally behind <laughs> niggas with like you know going through shit, but like, come on, dog. like let's we can't. Be I'm, not, I'm not gonna go that far. Like yeah. you can't erase that that moment in history. 
It is what it is, dog. But the stadium, no. 87 0. Come on, man. Usher got three certified classics. Bam, bam, bam. Like, I can just go on an old school, I'm just going to do all my old shit tour. Niggas is coming out. Everybody who used to like that shit back in the day, they will come out. I, I didn't say that they wouldn't. I'm just, all right, all right man. That, that, it is what it is, dog. Uh, so this week, uh, uh, a lot of people was talking about uh, uh, Nick Cannon. I guess he uh, he having his fourth child with his fourth different woman in the in the in the same year and shit. Like two sets of twins. I think he about to go like on on kid number seven. And a lot of people had a lot of shit to say uh, about him being wrong, and like he just shouldn't be impregnating all these women and shit. So that's why I know. I mean, we got fellas in the room. How y'all feel about that shit? I am the criticisms, like, rather. Not what like I saw shit. is that he was doing it because he was like on some his blood clot disease is so rare that he's probably gonna have a limited amount of time to be here anyway. Yeah. So he just trying to increase his bloodline. So I ain't mad at it. You feel me, like? I think he got lupus. Um, yeah, so on top of some other, you know, thing. on top of that, I would want to go out enjoying myself like that. The whole cast of Wild and Out Girls, like nigga. <laughs> 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 um, like I, I, I like, I like Nick. You know what I'm saying? And um, he pretty liberal. Uh, what the women he did with, and he was like, yo, once I start dealing with a woman, child, whatever, like I'm taking care of her like forever and shit. Like it's not a. It's not it's not like a bitter thing or like yo it's like yo this is just what it is and a lot of people are like how could you you can't take care of that many children or spend some time like nigga I'm rich all right like they don't they don't got to live in the same place but on Tuesday if I want all my children here yeah. they gonna be here <laughs> like regardless of where they live at where you know what I'm saying like usually the argument is because niggas can't provide for the number of children that they have like right. he's definitely in a position like where I can provide for their lives forever and their mothers. So, I mean, the nigga want to have seven kids. I mean, I ain't got no, I ain't got no beef for that. He, he ain't on child support. They ain't on welfare. Like everybody, everybody is taken care of. And ain't no sneaky shit. Like, yo, I got, I got a baby on you. Like niggas is, is what it is. But, like, but still <laughs> to still say that though, like we do get niggas like future a hard time about like having a bunch of kids and that nigga technically take care of them kids too. I think it's just the well, more or less the image. Well, no, the women online who suing, I mean, who trying to take him to court for child support and say he don't. That's, like one looks on purpose, one looks like an accident. Yeah, <laughs> yeah facts. Because then he be tweeting like, "Yo, uh, you're not loyal. Don't talk to me." You know what I'm saying? He be tweeting that like on, on Father's Day and Mother's Day, like all oh, this baby mamas and shit. Like that nigga go on Twitter and just go on rants and. Like I and that shit looked like an accident, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like he said, I'm like, I don't even really know you or some shit. Like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, that's terrible. Like shit. Right? I mean, it be like that sometimes. I, I don't know. You, I'm know. not. I'm not saying that. I I know the mothers of my children. Well, y'all got kids. This nigga, got I five. got five. You got five. Yeah. So if Nick add two Damn. more than Dame, like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And you active in all your children's lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when you want all the children, you got them all. You know what I'm saying? They got, y'all got y'all schedules and whatever. Like, you are active father and active parent. So, like, people like to put. Uh, It'd be the number. That's what niggas look at and they get to, to gasping. But, like, literally, like, like I said, I got five. And, like, after three, it was like, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, it wasn't, like, really adding some extra shit on in my life. Like, it was just. You plan on having more? 
so I'm I'm in a little I would have one more in the right situation. You know what I'm saying? Like now I don't want to just be like collecting baby mothers. Like <laughs> if 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 I have another child, like look, bitch, we in this to the death. Like this, this, this it. So and then I'm getting old. Like I'm I'll be 40 this year. Like I don't want to be the old nah man. Yeah, I don't want to be like the old ass daddy getting up at, like, cause I, I think it's shit like you, diaper bags getting up in the middle of the night and that shit don't feel sexy at this. Like, I don't have that same type of energy and, and vibrancy to be up at four in the morning feeding a baby. Like, nigga, I got to go to work in two hours. I need you to shut the fuck up or I need your mama to, to like, I just don't, I just don't have that. Like I used to like getting up with the kids in the middle of the night. I don't want my sleep disturbed at this stage in the game like nigga i need my i schedule my eight hours of sleep like mm. I, I need my rest so i don't i don't want to necessarily do all of that shit i get you I and i'm not paying and i don't want to pay another dime of child support ever again in my life you know what i'm saying i pay for five kids my nigga <laughs> if i didn't pay child support i could really move out the ghetto and live <laughs> like a really fucking comfortable life <laughs> like they take over a third of my income like literally, my my life would change if I didn't have FOC. Now I don't have no problem taking care of my babies because kids need shit. You know, they need food, they need clothes, they need a place to stay. They mamas need shit, and it's a it's a two parent thing. Like it it take both of us to make the shit work. But like, goddamn, I don't I don't want to be on a schedule for my money. This the this the unpopular opinion, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say it out there. Like I think you need child support, my nigga. Huh? I think you I, I would child support. I wouldn't. I just like a bridge. I don't even want child support. Just give me a bridge card. No, it's give not, me two fifty a month, and I and I'll be cool. We I'll talk, be cool as a fan. We talked about it on the pod, right? Because you know he got his children like three and a half days out of the year. I mean, out the week. She ended up with that mama still getting like a hundred more days a year, even though nice. I have them half the yeah. Even though I have them half the week, they still get them like a hundred more days a year. Yeah, that's BS. So I mean, that's they. It's the majority. The math, not math. Right yeah, now. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's fifty fifty. Like three and a half and three and a half is seven. You know what I'm saying? So, but like, it's technically my three nights against they four nights. Like I can't. So that's why I was like, "Well, shit, nigga, you need child support. If that's the case, we got them the same amount. Either we just." Even I get what you're saying. Or you give it to, like why well, I got you give it to me. They got a room here too. Like if I just get a bridge card, that's all I want. <laughs> that's all I want. Give can me a bridge. Get, I don't think men can't get on welfare. You can't. You just. It's just a lot of loops you got to jump through. <laughs> so so when I wasn't working last year, you know when I took that time off after my pops had died, I ain't worked for like nine months. Like yeah. nigga, I was getting like state insurance. Was it welfare though? Because that's some you can get like certain benefits from the state, but like technically like welfare. Like I don't was I know getting cash assistance. No, I don't but, think men. Like I know that shit sounds wild. Somebody help me out. out there, I know, but I gonna correct me. I do like, know men that get bridge cards, but like they bridge card don't. I don't know if that counts as welfare though. That is like welfare I, that's, benefits. That's welfare. You must be thinking like like, like welfare WIC or check. something. You must be know. thinking like WIC. Men can't get WIC or something like that. It's mm. over. But like welfare. Oh yeah, but that's um, women, infant, and children. Yeah, 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 but you can get you can get DHS benefits and still be like a man. Well, you know I don't got no kids, so you know what I'm saying. This shit is foreign to me. Um, yeah, but I mean, I wish I could get get a couple dollars, but I mean, nigga, I'd be lucky if I can claim a couple of the kids on my taxes. 
I just call it a day. Hey man, you gotta put your foot down at some point. Yeah, I put my. <laughs> I'm just so, saying, so, so look, I so look. That foot down. Like, I, I get what you're saying. I like, get nigga, what you. You get you get extra hundred nights, nigga. I get the kid on the taxes. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying, but like you got to look at it like this, nigga. I'm the. I'm the parent corp, and I got three different S corps. I'm running under my umbrella. None and of I these. Need, I need tax write offs. None of these shits like are are ever running smoothly. All three <laughs> at the same time. Like is one of them the widgets ain't working. Somebody else the, <laughs> <laughs> the motherfucking shipment ain't come in. Like it's it's always something. Not all three are ever happy and you know <laughs> working in in motion with me at the same time everybody got a different gripe or a different like they child is what's important to them okay. not like to hell with the other kids but like look what you doing for my babies yeah i get it so i mean it's it, like it's, it's a juggling act <laughs> you imminent out here <laughs> <laughs> basically it's uh, a juggling act but i mean i i just try and keep the peace because shit what the fuck i'm supposed to do like I used to think like show, shit. My oldest is eighteen. I'm like shit. We almost. I told his mama like, you know, we got two more. We almost done with this parenting shit. She was like, fool. We gonna be <laughs> grandparents together. And I didn't. I didn't think of the brevity of the situation like that. Yeah, man. So uh, forever, for two. life. But uh, with that, with that, with that, Nick Cannon shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if the nigga. They played an interview with him and Howard Stern. He like, you know, the doctors say, man, I'm not going to live as long as everybody else going to live. And um, I want to be fruitful and multiply. I think people be putting their own financial limitations and time limitations on other people. Like, nigga, I'm rich. I'm the I'm the CEO of all this shit. If I'm saying, nigga, we not recording tomorrow. We not recording tomorrow. I can right. I can go and see my children whenever the fuck I want to. I can take them niggas all out. I can take the whole family. Out the country, like I can do whatever I want to. But, but people often put lim- them same limitations, like, "Oh, nigga, you can't make it to the fucking NBA." Well, because you didn't make it, don't mean I can't make the shit. This the shit that pissed me off, though. Like, you can't love seven kids, bitch. My my grandma had nine, <laughs> what, right. so shit, all my aunties and uncles didn't. They didn't get love. Like, nigga, what are you talking yeah. about? Your grandma had a bunch of fucking kids. A bunch. You know what I'm saying? Like, did did she not love your mom? Like, where did that come from? And in theory, low key, Nick Cannon might see his kids more than a regular nigga might see his kids. Thanks, on man. some real shit. Most definitely. It's kind of fucked up. Because like, who going to tell him they can't come to the wild and outset or whatever the case yeah. may be? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. He's going to see his more than I see mine. For sure. Because, yeah. like, I mean, for most people, if you work a nine to five, your kids yeah. at school most of the day, like, you may get a couple hours a day for like actual interaction time with yeah. them and shit. Like he may end up nigga for four hours every day. All my kids is here. Cause all my chicks just happen to live in LA or some shit. I have no idea. Probably. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like nigga, I, I'm sure that's not a bad deal. Like I got assistance to keep up with that shit. Uh, son number three, his birthday's tomorrow. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> or, or even that nigga, like if he taking care of all of them, like, look, I need you to be in LA. I'll put you in a $3 million house you get two new cars every six years or some shit. He was doing like an that, interview on uh, uh, Vlad TV. We don't fuck with Vlad no more, but this is before I stopped fucking with him. He was like, nigga, they don't got to work no more. Like, nigga, you a stay-at-home mom. Like you, like he said, like 50 Cent said, have a baby by me, baby, be a millionaire. Like you said. Yeah, they, these is welfare mamas probably thinking a little bit. This ain't Terrell working at fucking JNAP. This is like Nick Cannon moving a little bit different. Yo, shout out to him. Um, 
I can't assume to know what, what all he got, but if it's working for him, like who am I to who am I to say it's not gonna work for him? Shout out to them kids. Cause, if you, know. you had all the cheese in the world, though, how many baby mamas would you have? <laughs> nah, nah, that's 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 a whole. I don't want to start. Like, it's just a real question, though. Just, I have a few wives. Few wives. Wives, Rebecca. I'm just. Yeah, I, ain't yeah, I mean, we'll 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 you know we'll have children together. I think I'm about my limit. <laughs> like I don't know if I could. I don't know because then if I'm rich, I can deal with them different. Like the, yeah, the, like, inter- it's the interactions are completely different. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, if you can Cause, provide, because now I'm taking provide. care of you, so now you get out of line, yeah. bitch, you homeless. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Talk fly to me if you want to. I'm not. The lock can be changed when you roll up at the house. That's not the angle I was trying to get at. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, money is power. (laughs) Power is power. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But. In any event, dog, uh, I think that's all I got for hot. No, topic. man, I we I did have one other hot ass topic. So that video been floating around of that young lady talking about like if she dated a man with a certain amount of money and had become oh, oh I seen accustomed that. I seen to that, that lifestyle. Let's not do this. <laughs> we here now. Uh, we here now. Here we go. That's. <laughs> I feel like that's the man's fault. Like but, man, no, the way like something not ba- right with her. Well, yeah, you right, but I'm saying like. He most definitely took somebody that wasn't used to what he was doing. When he could have just he could have just iced what her life was. You know what I'm saying? Like if she had OCC, you could ice that and put her in. You know what I'm saying? The whatever in Southfield, get her a little focus, and she good. No, it's not like he took one of them and put them in the bins in a, a crispy loft. So I bossed my bitch up. So you not that, my bitch. You're no sound- longer bossed. It sound like it don't even sound like it I was mean, a relationship. Like so, look, so it's look, over. Let's say I got, I got, I got the bag, I got whatever, and whoever my girlfriend at the time, I got a condo for whoever my girlfriend at the time. This is where you live at, and this is the car at, right? And this is the perk or benefit that comes when you dealing with me. But once you're not dealing with me no more, you can't continue to eat off the same perks because, like, fuck, she's like, why did you you upgraded my life? Okay, well, you upgraded my life. I got my dick sucked on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Are you still gonna come by? Because I'm accustomed to that now. Like, no, that's what. No, like, where do it stop? Like, I get it that you was accustomed to that, but like, we wasn't married. She's like, I'm not about to let you stop. Let me. What? Let. I, I sent some of my female cousins and homegirls to drag your ass right the fuck on out that loft. Out the estate. <laughs> I ain't seen the video though, so good luck. I need like a. Let me see if I can uh, find this audio. Long, what happened? Long, long story, I don't long watch story short, and a, an attractive young young woman mm-hmm. is is dealing with a with a burger. So okay. some would say. <laughs> uh, and what's her her argument is like I was dealing with a guy. He bossed me up. I no longer want to be with him, but I don't want to be bossed down. So you have to keep me bossed up. I'm not giving you shit back. Oh. And if you try to take it back, I'm fucking it up. She That's said, her argument. She not giving oh. the condo back. She not giving the car back. Well, how could she do that, though, if I know, like, I could just call the police type shit? Like, no. She said that It's, it's you, a little bit more difficult to get difficult. somebody out in them situations. Yeah, when you live there, like, you got to give them, like, you got to evict, evict them. It's 30 yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, if you're going to disrupt my shit, then I'm going to disrupt your shit. And I'm so going to start fucking it fuck up. It up. And that sound like if I got paid, paid though, she can fuck up whatever she fuck up. Though. No, 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 I, no, I feel like no, that's gonna turn into no. allegations. It's principles. You can't oh. fuck none of my shit up 
And I'm calling it's not my yours, cousin. Technically. I'm calling my cousin to snatch you by the ponytail right out the well, front. Well, I'm just confused. So what she, is, in what situation? What does she own in this situation? Though? Nothing. Then what? How? Who? She I said you you, bought, yeah, yeah. you 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 took me to a, a, a certain status in life, and just because we're not together no more, that doesn't mean that um, that you shouldn't. Because if that's the case, what you're basically doing is paying for my love. So if if you did, you should have did this out of the kindness of your heart. Because if it was done out the kindness of heart, it should continue whether we whether we together or not. Because if no. if only if I can only have it while we're together, then essentially you're paying for me to be here. No, that was her argument. Rather, I can't I can't quit argument. my job today and go back up there next Friday talking about where the fuck my check at. Like, hey. I, I you don't work here no more. The benefits stop. The benefits I, stop. You the, no longer you no longer insured by our insurer. None of that. You can go get taxed for that Cobra now. Go on ahead. Find you something else. But this shit right here, this ain't got nothing to do with you, love. Leave it here. Don't touch it. Or I'm gonna get you fucked up. <laughs> Yo, this shit is wild, dog. Like, so I went to the comment section because I I was ready to be offended, but the most, bird section. most of the people was like, yo, she tripping and shit. I'm like, all right, cool. You seen one of them comments like, well, you shouldn't shut up. Block. I don't even know you. You block just in case you ever find me one day and try to find me. <laughs> What's the argument? I, I shouldn't have like, what? I shouldn't have what? Like, that don't make no fun. I have no idea, man, where this sense of entitlement came from for other people's shit. It's the audacity. You know what I'm that saying? That shit is at an all-time, audacity as a, is at an all-time fucking high. I got zero expectations for somebody money. Uh, their time, uh, their love and or affection because you know I, I credit you for saying this shit all the time but like you don't own nobody and no matter what like you can wake up 15 years into your marriage and your wife want to leave and like she got every right to like you don't own her she doesn't have to love you anymore because you want her to love you you know what I'm saying like so if this person don't want to be with you you have no how do we go Make somebody pay for your shit. Like it, it just don't make sense to me, dog. That's that sweet. It sounded like it too. sounded like she was ready for blackmail. Like that's what it really sounded like. Yeah, like she got a video of dog. Yeah. Like that's what it really <laughs> crazy ass yeah. shit. We're gonna have to see what this turned out into. Yeah. You're getting out. We'll see that yeah. shit. Whatever on, you got is gonna unfold. Let line. Unfold. Yeah. <laughs> but like, ah, uh, that shit is wild. I don't know. Everybody got a, a sense of entitlement to everybody's shit. Everybody, money. I'm with you on that one because now it's out there. Now what you? Now you ain't got What's no up? trump card. Throw it out there, love. That's it. Yes, I was doing shrooms out of stripper ass. Next, <laughs> yo, that's how uh, Jeff Bezos um, and his wife got divorced and shit. Uh, somebody came to him was like, yo, um, we got some information that you've been cheating on your girl and shit, and uh, we gonna tell and blackmail you. Nigga bought a whole newspaper and put that shit in the front. Like, y'all niggas ain't blackmailing me. I tell them myself. Mm. Damn. Yeah. Sounds real Kevin Hardish to me. Same shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to blackmail nigga. I tell them myself. Whatever is about to be, it's about to be it. You gonna tell it anyway. Man, I let me keep my money and I'll expose my damn self. Man, I posted this shit on Twitter earlier this week and shit like, I hope this shit never happens and shit, right? But like, I'm the wrong person to be in a hostage situation with. Because one, I'm not paying. Um, two. You just, gonna, you just gonna let them kill your family member? Two. If you got, <laughs> like you, somebody got a day, right? Like, yo, if you, if you don't do this shit, I'm gonna shoot them. Like, my nigga, you gotta do what you gotta do. Because if you shoot him, what stops me from shooting you? Like nigga, I'm the one got the leverage. I don't want to be. You... I don't want to be shot though, my nigga. Okay, <laughs> but once he shoots you, what's to stop me from killing you? Like whatever you got, like I got the leverage in the situation. 
You know what I'm saying? But I'm just not for that shit. One, I'm not paying you for no ransom because I don't think you're giving me the money anyway. I'm not, you're not about to horse me, kill my flood month. And that's not happening. I'm just not, I'm, I don't, I'm not negotiating with terrorists. Don't kill, don't take one of my love. Well, don't call me. God damn dog, it. I'm, a, I'm a nigga. Nobody gonna kidnap me. Like <laughs> niggas don't, niggas don't get kidnapped. They get yeah. killed. They get yeah. killed. They don't get kidnapped. That's a fact. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a fact. Fat people don't get kidnapped either. It's too much of a <laughs> kidnapping is quick in and out. It's too much of a struggle if I'm two fifty and six four. Like niggas, it's not gonna be four of y'all jumping out the van and what's, put me in the what's back. What's my man on uh, Snowfall? Fat nigga that got kidnapped. Yeah, that the fuck up. That was some different fat shit. Back, yeah, you know fat back. Fat back, fat back got shit. kidnapped, nigga. That he nigga didn't got, get kidnapped. Fat back he, got lured. Yeah, he got, he got, he got, got you that. She told that nigga he was gonna he was finna have a threesome and she was looking good. Nigga just got out of jail. He's like, shit, fuck it. My boy set me out. Niggas put the the the, the Clearfield <laughs> and shit over the nigga. Oh no, knock the nigga out and just stab the nigga up and shit. That's fucked up, man. Um, but yeah, man, old girl, I'm not I'm not negotiating with terrorism. Motherfucker, tell me that they gonna fuck my shit up or or like you gonna have to fuck that shit up. I'm just not doing it. I'm not. I don't know. I I got less compassion than that. I mean, because after you fuck it up, you still gonna be poor and you still gonna get the fuck up out of here. My whole thing is like, after you do that, like, what's to stop me from doing whatever my reaction is? Because that's what you really should be worried about. You should be worried about my reaction. Because I hear you, you gonna do all this bad shit to whomever. But like, if you do that, what's the, the only thing that stop? The only thing that's keeping you alive right now is the fact that you got my loved one hostage. You know what I'm saying? Like, because once that's not, you're there not no gonna more, fuck up the crib and the car. Like, you you just not. You just I don't I don't give a fuck what you say. You're not gonna get to both. Damn! If a nigga was like, "Yo, we got your man. We need ten grand." Like, y'all think they gonna give him back? I don't think they give no. him back. So, like, do yeah, you give him money? Like, nah. I'm not doing it. Well, the, I don't know. And, and, How do it depends you even trade for ten racks. I I. I depending on the loved one, if I had ten G's to just blow, I'd try it. Like, okay, let's see if they're gonna let him go. But if they if they don't, I, I just already feel t- like it's- I already took it as a loss. It just depends on how what, what does ten G's do to me at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Am I gonna be flat ass broke and have to plan a funeral, or did I just really just, say for instance the ransom was five dollars? All of us in here could pay five dollars. You try your hand at paying five dollars. Like, okay, yeah. let's see what they're gonna do with this. I be thinking that's just a power move. Like you're gonna do what I think you're gonna a, do. I think it's a power move too, but if you gave me a petty ass number, my power exceeds that already. So I'm I'm gonna try my hand. Yeah, what, I get what, it. Which, I is get you gonna take him out or is you not? And, but I won't do it twice. I'm not gonna give you the 10 G's and then you'd be like, nope, the ransom's now 20. Yeah. Kill him. <laughs> Cause like at the end of the day, like this is not me doing this shit. Like this, you know what I'm saying? Like, so on that T Pain shit, the reason I said uh it's not uh, usher for you know reading the four agreements like it's never about you it's always about the other person right so if i punched you in your shoulder and you was like oh my god it's not my fault that you had some old college injury or some shit to fuck up your shoulder that's all on you it's always about you and not the other person so when somebody do some fucked up shit to me i never take that shit personal because it's always about the fucked up shit that's going on with them right is so, that the first agreement don't uh, take it personal I think that's like number two. two. All right, yeah. cool. I'm reading the book currently. I just don't know which one it is. Man, I, I love this. It's a sure read. It's an amazing book. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like if you kidnap my people, and if I don't do something for you and you kill them, right? Man, that's not my fault, man. That's you. This evil motherfucker did all this murderous shit. You can't. I'm not gonna be like, y'all. This shit is my fault. No, I'm never gonna think that. You're gonna live with some level of guilt, though. <sighs> 
Maybe I'm a sociopath. I don't know. Like, it's not my fault. That's not, that's just, that's on you. I'm going to live with the same amount of guilt I would that if my man's was at the gas station and got dropped. I'm sad my man's got dropped. Thanks. But I'm, I'm not going to own that responsibility because, like, how could I? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's. Yeah. It's, it's it it wasn't it wasn't on me to bear you know what I'm saying? Expect, what if the nigga gave me an insane amount and I don't even got it? Shit, nigga, I, I ain't got like it's fucked up to say, but nigga, I ain't got shit to it'd do. Be with like kind of sort of like it got something to do with me, but like I can't save you. Maybe one of those things like man, I wish I was there to help my man. Yeah, type yeah. of shit like yo, father got that, but not like I didn't cause this shit, dog. Mm-hmm. Like you were fucking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's so many factors. Like why one, why you got kidnapped? Two, <laughs> like why they caught me? All type of shit. Like that's some funny shit. Why you got kidnapped, dog? Like, like let me speak to him. Make sure you're yeah. all right. Like, hey, nigga, you all right? Hey, nigga, why you got kidnapped? Dog? Yeah, you feel me? Like, <laughs> like how they catch you slipping? They was in the bush. You ain't take the bushes. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like damn, nigga, you out here bad. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, that's some that's a valid question. Why did you get kidnapped, my nigga? Like I'm mad, nigga. Not because some of your niggas be on bullshit, and like I don't want to find out via me having to save your ass. You feel me? Like sure. I'd rather just find out through the funny story. Like damn, my nigga, I got kidnapped last week. Like damn, for real? <laughs> like shit, that's some shit. Don't call my phone with it like a bill collector, though, nigga. Like, yeah. uh. like hey, my nigga. Um... Why was I your emergency contact? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like what, everybody had like, all listen, these other names and contacts. What else she tell them niggas about me? Dog? <laughs> <laughs> they know where I live at. Like, what the yeah, fuck is nigga, going on? Like, like yeah, why you no. why you think I got that much money? You been you been counting? You been watching me and shit? It's a good ass Dash Chappelle skit. Yeah, <laughs> very quality. Mm, hell yeah, hell yeah. Nigga picked this Rich's Instagram follower. <laughs> like, nigga, get him, call him. <laughs> Uh shit, man. That's some funny shit, man. Anyway, dope, man. We got we got some we got some dope uh talented uh artists in the building, man. Um I'm a, I guess I'm gonna start around on this side, man. To formally introduce yourself, um, and then we'll go around the room. All right, uh what up everybody? I'm uh I'm Dave Hill, Detroit Dave Hill on all social media. Just Dave Hill on if you're looking for my music. Uh yeah, I'm a rapper from the west side of Detroit. That's it. So all I know you need to know. I'm an audio engineer. I own a studio. I do a bunch of other boss ass shit, but like far for the far as the music aspect, that's me, Dave Hill. That's right. important. So my name is Mike George. I'm basically the business partner with Baby Mark and Dave Hill now. So uh, Yes, sir. Yeah, we do a lot of uh stuff together. Um, you know, break bread together, come up with stuff together. So I don't do no rapping, no music, so yeah. <laughs> You be having your hand in a lot of shit, though, dog. Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. I be seeing. I don't be saying, but I be seeing. Okay. Yeah. Strip club connoisseur, you know, footwork fanatic, you feel me? All type of shit. Every <laughs> alliteration you got in the book for my nigga, he do it. And me, I am Bay Mark. I'm just an artist, you feel me, uh, from Southfield, Michigan. I rap. I don't even know what else to drop. You know, you can find me on Instagram, Bay Mark, and my Twitter, real Bay Mark. But I'm just a professional musician, you know. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. That's dope. Professional um, musicians sound hard, by the way. That shit. It does. Because it's unprofessional niggas out here. You feel me? Nice I got to differentiate man. for sure. Mm, First hard. of my kind. Professional MCs. That's hard. Without a doubt. Put it in my bio. Um, I think the first time I was introduced to your music, um, uh, I think think well i guess the first time i actually sat down and actually paid attention and like fully invested uh was the um initially the joint with uh um that you dropped with um 
with Boldy. Okay. Um, but te- no, I take that back because technically that was like the week after. Um, that was the week after my first job. So I think it technically was my first job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacory Davis, uh, uh, project. Um, it was High Life. Yeah, that was the first song like I really got familiar with y'all. With y'all sound on was High Life. Okay. Uh, how did that project come about? Corey? Yeah. How did well how did you get involved in that project? That's a better question. Corey like my brother. So uh me and Corey have been locked in since college. We both went to Michigan State together. We also members of the same fraternity. So uh, okay. Uh, Omega Sci Fi, Q Dogs. So uh me and uh me and Corey have been knowing each other forever. We uh we had a joint passion for music. I started my record label, uh Our Dollar, Our Dollar Music Group. Built a studio in my basement, which became a platform for Corey to expand on what he wanted to do musically. Um, he uh, he values me as an artist. I value him as an A&R. So he sent me the beat and said, here, bro, do this. And uh, and I recorded the whole project, too. So like, That's I, what's up. I, it I sound good. Uh, Why, well, thank you. Yeah, it does sound good. Yeah, I record, I record, I record all the Corey music, and uh, I'm on it. So not, and it's not like a just like here, I know you, so here get on is he value my music because yeah. there's other niggas around that don't, just don't make the cut. Yeah, that's dope. I didn't know he did music and none of that shit. You know, he recorded um, a podcast out of here too. Um, and, you know, they was a lot younger than myself, but they been here talking about music and shit. Sometimes I join in and, you know what I'm saying, have different conversations. They some cool, some cool cats, some other your fraternity brothers as well. You know what I'm saying? Cool cats. So it kind of threw me off guard when I seen the music and shit, but I enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? Two solid releases. Yeah. Two solid releases. Um, I think the first time I became or take a listen to your music was I think either some links that you posted on Twitter or possibly you sent it to us or whatever. Um, but because I, I do be looking, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whether I be saying it or not, I do be listening. Um, and the project was Rosedale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I listened to the project um, and I enjoyed it. Um, That's hard. Uh, so tell me a little about about how that came about. Well, the project Rosedale was originally supposed to come out like before the band. No, I'm gonna call this bitch pandemic. That's terrible. See, you won. <laughs> you I, was, I love you. Was that you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but before the pandemic, we were supposed to drop a project called Rosedale, and that's just based on uh, my family used to have a ro- a restaurant called the Rosedale Cafe mm. in Rosedale Park. So that was just detailing the stories of just all the little shit that I would see based on my childhood and shit. So, like, it was just a black business. But, I mean, I guess if I'm just being... This is not my, like, piece to speak, but, I mean, nigga, it was, like, kind of, like, a legit business, but also, like, a illegitimate, you feel me, like, kind of crazy deal. Just seeing that shit when you little, because eventually you shut down. Yeah. But that was just detailing the story of, like, damn, yeah, like, nigga, I used to see crazy shit as a little nigga. Like, niggas kicking us out the room while we playing fucking Sega. Like, oh, we about to come up in this bitch. You need to go outside. You feel me, like... So it was just the detail of Hakamon influences and shit. So that was the album pre-quarantine, and it was supposed to come out earlier. And that's why it was just so short, because, like, my whole plan, my whole year got fucked up. Like, Fuck a lot of it was a really family-oriented album, and some crazy family shit happened in the process of making that bitch. So it was just a, yeah. just a little short, you know, it, just trying to get back on track. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, man, I'm so, um, I'm so happy with Detroit music right now. And yeah. I think there's, like... There's technically like with the emergence of what y'all doing and y'all collective that y'all got, it's like three distinct Detroit sounds right now. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even four, actually. But like 
you know, we always had like the super lyrical boom bap shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it used to be like the younger kids was on more on street rap. And like you can fuck, I can fuck with it off the off the the content, but not necessarily like the skill level, so to speak. Um, and then we got this new era right now of a uh, of Detroit street rap that's like hitting the mainstream era. Uh, but y'all don't rap like that. Mm-hmm. But y'all still got the same type of content, and like I can respect that because sometimes it was like, listen, I'm a rapper's rapper. I like lyricists the whole nine yard, but I still want to hear some 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 thug shit some gang shit some the whole nine yards or some street shit but like i want niggas to rap that shit to me though you know what i'm saying and like i y'all got like a i think that's where y'all at it's like three distinct sounds and like that shit just i'm just happy for 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 the sound of music and shit um influences and shit like what how y'all start rapping and uh you want me to go all right bet uh i uh I started making I started making music very early on. I remember like I can I can remember writing my first raps maybe fourth fifth grade somewhere around there. Okay. Um, but I I don't attribute to the I don't attribute that time to when I started rapping. I started making music like right around when I was 13, 13, 14, like really wanting to take it serious kind of sort of, or wanting to do it more. I wouldn't say it was serious at that point in time. Right. But um, my influences were uh, crazy enough. My mom and my dad. Uh, th- those were my two original influences. My my dad was an underground music listener. He he had me listening to crazy lyricists at the time, like like just some gritty shit. My old dude would come home from work and cut on a rap battle for me. Like, hey son, watch this. This yeah. is hard right here. And me and my old dude to just enjoy that. My mom, on the other hand, was was a more uh, mainstream listener, but but she like a huge fan of music. Like my mom would type. She'll come home from work, but she been and printed the lyrics out. With color ink, you know, color ink was expensive as fuck back yeah. then. She print, print them bitches out at work, so we ain't using that shit out from the crib. No, fuck that. So she'd come home with all the lyrics print out, cut the song on, and we'd practice singing the song together in the dining room after school on some on some. It sounded weird, but it was fun as fuck as a kid. But, yeah, uh, for sure. So th- th- I mean, that's your connection to the music. Yeah, yeah. That that's when I fell in love with music. Also, brown brown sugar shit when I fell in love with hip hop. <laughs> but uh that's when I that's when I fell in love with it. Uh that's what made me uh that's why I rap the way I rap. Like uh if you listen to it, I I got like I would like to say I I'm a lyricist. I I I got like some bars to throw around, but it's digestible. It ain't it yeah. ain't it ain't boom bap. It ain't it ain't uh it ain't it ain't black thought or nothing like that. Not saying that dog bad, but like if she rally, I'm a checker. I like that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That was some subtle shit. That's not even like the that's not even like the punchline. I'm just gonna say this shit on my way to the next bar. Mm-hmm. I like when rappers do that shit. Like I'm not gonna use this as the punchline. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna use that shit early and just setting you up for where yeah. I'm going. But yeah, so I I make music that is I got some bars to where it's like some underground like gritty music. But I keep, I keep a nice little beat to where it still stay up tempo. It's digestible by most ears, you know what I'm saying? And so that's part of my parents. Once I got consumed by like the streets or like the people in my neighborhood, that's when I got introduced to like Blade, okay, uh, Big Herc, Street Lords, all of that. Like that's when music like really consumed me. That's when I was like, this is the music I listened to when I left my mom and them. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, this shit hard right here. Right. And that that kind of shaped me as an artist. Yeah, yeah, so. Uh, Mark, some of your little early influences or what you was like, because I have no idea what niggas, like when we 
you know, I'm 39 and shit, right? So uh, I'm, I'm I'm probably about 10 years older than y'all and shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, you got me beat my 16. Oh shit! You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so like, we coming up. You know what I'm saying? We listen to certain shit. It was really all boom bap and and, and super lyrical and shit. And I used to think, I mean, like, it was some street shit, bubba. for sure. You know? But like the street shit was still like that shit sounded. It still sounded dope. You know what I'm saying? Like. But I be I just think like well shit I wonder what niggas gonna be listening to are they gonna be beating on in the in the in the hallways in school and shit like what what niggas gonna be rapping and shit and uh glad to find out that yo the shit still <laughs> the yeah. shit still work you know what I'm saying well I mean I started out like not even trying to rap from a serious standpoint I was nigga watching YouTube niggas like Timothy DeLaghetto type shit and then they used to rap it he'd be rapping about funny shit yeah so just to put my brother on the spot nigga we used to make. We were trying to have a YouTube channel because we lived out in uh, Rochester, so we'd be on some bored shit. We was like, nigga, we can make a YouTube channel and damn near get rich type shit, just making funny-ass videos. So I was just making little spoof-ass fucking raps. And then I think I just kept... Like, I used to do a skit in front of my rap before, and then I'd go rap. Then I made a song about wanting to fuck my teacher. So from that point <laughs> up, I'm dead-ass serious. I wanted yeah. to fuck my teacher over the, over the uh, uh, Clips I'm Good beat. But I feel like my influences outside of like, cause I didn't listen to no real, real comedy rap. I just used to watch the videos and shit. So yeah. like, obviously my influence was show just like, nigga, I listened to a lot of Hove and fucking, I'm younger. So I think I came up on, damn near came up on J. Cole type shit. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So I listened to J. Cole, Don Candy. You could just hear the little sprinkle of their DNA in my raps when I just first started rapping. So I was like, damn, look, you like Cole when it come to just rapping. So like just rapping about some goofy ass, trying to fuck my teacher shit or just like walk into the stove type shit is like beneath me down there. So I started taking it more serious. So I want to say that's how I really got into like seriously rapping. Like that nigga was like, nigga, you low key kind of spitting on this bitch. Like <laughs> instead of just being on some cool he shit. But yeah, just I started off as a fucking comedy rapper in my opinion. Okay. I fuck with that shit too. Cause like them niggas be like super cold though. Cause like, First off, you gotta make me. First, this shit gotta rhyme. It gotta sound sweet, and yeah. you gotta make me laugh. Like that's like yeah. it's three things in there that that everybody can't do. But you know, you you had said one thing. I guess it kind of stuck out. Like you all are a little bit younger, and you see like a lot of a lot of rappers and sort of like your age range came up off of like YouTube, yeah. doing like unconventional type of ways. Because now the the barrier of entry into the rap game is completely different than what it was 20 years ago. It was hard to scrap up money for studio time. Now literally you can niggas recording albums and videos on their phone and shit. Yeah, so I mean thanks. the the barrier of entry is a lot different. You know how y'all go about we you had knew somebody that did beats. Now you can just go on YouTube or these in. different apps, type in what you look yeah, for. Like and it's right type there. Beat, nigga, yeah, like Drake type beat, nigga, just rapping immediately. You, me like. you can find the very specific tempo that you want. Uh, Drake type beat. I want a uh, fucking T Grizzly type beat. And now you got it. And back in the day, nigga, you had to search. Yo, it's a nigga on Six Mile, man. Niggas, they say he got That's crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to go find a nigga. Uh, somebody got to go plug, in his basement. Somebody got to plug you in because you just can't knock on a nigga door. Because everybody was in there. Like you got to go. To, this nigga in his bedroom and shit. Like so, you in the you in a stranger nigga bedroom and shit listening to music. But I mean, that, I guess that was. I mean, it was like a little family type shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it was just different to get in. The, the 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 entrance to the gate was just a lot different than what it is what it is now. And I'll be honest, like the how I got hip to both of y'all music was through my daughter. She 15. 
And, you know, her ear and what her and her friends are listening to is completely different. And that's like our connection. I try and put her up on some shit that I I know she love hip hop, but like her. She don't have a vast knowledge of it just because she's 15. I can put her up on something that she ain't never heard before. But likewise, like I'm walking past her room one day and I'm just hearing something playing in the background. And I'm like, you know, that's that shit hitting. Like, who is that? And she put me up on game. Like, look, this is what me and my friend, when I go, I, I had to pick her and like some of her homegirls up from a carnival like a couple weeks ago. They put me up on some shit. I ain't never heard before because they just in the they in a loop on a whole different level just because they age range. So I mean it's it's just something about the music, you know. It, it it transcends certain things, but like when it can bring you together, like you said, you had that experience with your with your with your mother and father. Like that's me and her thing because like you know, nigga, at, at damn near forty, like we just moving in different circles. Mm-hmm. I'm not listening to. I don't really listen to the radio. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm in the car, I got the Bluetooth connected. And I'm listening to shit that I've been listening to. Yeah, so fact. sometimes it, it take a little bit longer for some shit to trickle down to me. Um. So when y'all hear like the term of some Detroit classic music, what do you think of when you hear when people somebody like that's some Detroit classic? What do you think of? Black. Okay. Black Icewood. Uh, and I'm a huge Big Hurt fan. Like. <laughs> Blade and Big Hurt. Big Hurt like, to me is like Jada Kiss. He like the Detroit yeah. Jada Kiss. Like you've never yeah. heard him on a bad verse. Yeah. Ironically, I went to high school with his son, so that shit cracked. Lil Hurt is. Yeah. Not, <laughs> no, not not. It's like it's a Hurt under Lil Hurt. Really? It's, like, it's <laughs> Big Hurt. It's Lil Hurt. Then it's Baby Hurt. Baby wow. Hurt was like a freshman when I was a senior in high school. Okay. okay. And like he used to catch me rapping at the uh, lunch table. It's crazy because he never even walked around told nobody he was Big Hurt's son or nothing. He was just like he just be out there just vibing. He's just like, hey nigga, you can rap for real. Yeah. And uh, and I just a nigga that I knew rapped with Big Herc, so he we kind of had similar acquaintances. And yeah. So I was like, yeah, nigga, I know you. You know me. What's up? Um, like so, for example, like say like Doughboys and shit, right? So, uh, Dave Fathers is one of my homeboys. They grew up together. You know what I'm saying? So like, Dave was um one of my home. He he, got, my man. He got me by ten years. So he used to hang with all their fathers and shit. So when y'all think it like is that? "Quote unquote old," because technically that shit was like ten years ago, right? It's old. Yeah. It's you know also I'm classic too. Yeah, classic. Yeah. I be trying to think like, well, shit, the shit that we, I mean, that was technically new at the time. That shit is probably like OG status to folks who was underneath because it's been ten years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's shit. I came up on as like okay. a teenager. Like I came up on Team Eastside and fucking Dope sure. Boys and Dusty type yeah. shit. Man, Dust. And I'm I'm older than Mark, so my time. Yeah. And and just to go to go back a couple sentences. Uh. I'm like dead center between y'all and Mark okay. as it pertains to coming into music yeah, because okay. like I didn't uh I couldn't go on YouTube and get a beat at yeah. that point in time. I had to know somebody that knew somebody or I was rapping off all instrumentals at that point in time. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't I ain't had no production on my own. And I couldn't just record anywhere. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, my mom got me a studio built. After after so long of me saying, Hey, let me hold twenty, forty dollars so I go around the corner of this nigga's studio, she was just like, Hey, be patient. I get you one built in the basement and got me a real fucking studio. That's love. Hell yeah. Uh, my mama really supported my craft. And she can, and I was like 16, 17 performing in these grown up ass clubs. My mama used to be like, hey, I come in with my son. Y'all let him get on the stage. She's sitting there the whole night and go to work the next morning. Man. That's crazy. So how do, I mean, that got to feel a certain way when like clearly the music is something that you gravitate to. But when you know you got the support, like I used to rap and had a, a music company and shit, but like, to 
for the most part, I kind of hid that shit away from my parents. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not the shit that they was on. Then turns out my mom turned the CDs onto uh, my mom worked at JLB and shit. She turned it over to DDT and DDT hit us up like, yo, I've been listening to this shit for a long time. I'm like, how'd you get this shit? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Mom was on some low key, like support. I had no idea. You know what I'm saying? So like having your mom support from the start, that got to be it's a different, different level of comfort. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's crazy. And, and it wasn't like I came off PG-13. Like my mama caught me like raw and yeah. raw, young and dumb cussing, not even using the cuss words right damn there, but <laughs> it, it rhymed. So and, and, and <laughs> she still supported me and I, get all my love for me you know what i'm saying That's she was gonna get up. that regardless but my mama supported me something crazy pops now, did too now i feel you because like my like when i first started getting into hip-hop like my friends would have to like sneak and buy buy certain shit because it was back in the day where it had the parental advisory sticker like you needed a fucking parent to buy that shit for you like i i remember like nigga being a sam goody and looking at the chronic and doggy style my old dude was like that's what you that's what you listen to ain't it I was like, you know, try like trying to be like, yeah, but no. He was like, nigga, just get it. Like you, you listening to the shit anyway. Nigga, all my shit was dubbed a bootleg from Paradise on uh, Plymouth and Evergreen. That was like the fucking mammoth type, you know, old mammoth before mammoth clothes and shit. Nigga, you go, it's a fucking swap meet in real life. That's you know, niggas in there be selling speakers and all that shit. All them tapes I had, them motherfucker bootleg like a motherfucker. Uh, they don't give a fuck who bought them bitches. <laughs> it was like, and hey, nigga, the hustle is the hustle for sure, for sure. Um, so when the first time that you realized, like, yo, I'm kind of cold with this shit. I know, you know, he said he told you, but like, at some point you had to. Well, me realizing it, yeah. Low key, it wasn't that long. It was probably like after my like set, my second time doing that shit. My second time doing that shit because after the first time, I'm like, the fact that I'm even coming back and doing this shit, like, I enjoy this shit. And I'm hearing something like nigga because I listen to my shit frequently, so I yeah. I critique it like a real song. Like I can. I can listen to that shit and be like, no, nah, this shit ass. I don't even want to hear this no more ever again. You feel me? But I could turn around and be like, no, nah, this shit sweet. And when I first started rapping, like, nigga, I'm low-key barring niggas to fuck up at age 16. You feel me? Like, so I had I already had a good ear for music. So when I heard my music and I'm like, I could actually listen to this shit, I already knew I was caught. How far into the uh to the process did you do the overnight bag record? How far into the process of uh Yeah, overnight bag, you know, which was on uh um, on Corey album. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I don't understand the question because, like, so how how long you been rapping? I've been rapping since 2014. Okay, so right, so that's even all right. Even. Yeah, overnight bag was that shit cold. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. Overnight yeah. bag was last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's just that's just my fucking real life at this point. I've been rapping. That's veteran market in a damn near sense. You feel me? Like overnight bag wasn't a couple months ago. Yeah, that was like that February, was this year dog. for sure. <laughs> I was there. I recorded. Yeah, we we was at the orange room. Oh shit! I'm confusing <laughs> ordinary people. Ah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. That was this year. Then fuck it. Uh, so I know y'all did the um the high life record together. Um, uh, y'all gonna do? A, I, I feel like y'all should do a project together. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Funny oh, you yeah. say that. You <laughs> <laughs> Funny you mentioned. <laughs> okay. Y'all cooking right now. Okay. Uh, no, I feel like uh, stick a fork in it. Yeah. Okay. It's done. It's done. And it's well, heat. When y'all looking to drop it? Real soon. Okay. Very soon. Okay. Man. Sooner than you think, damn near. Like, like keep your eyes open. It when is this drop? Up. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Oh. 
We, I mean, now, if y'all so. want to leave us with something, yeah. you know, exclusive, <laughs> you know, what you know it'll be we'll off, take, off my, we'll take you know good saying? care of it. Yeah. Uh, but that's uh, extremely dope, man. I think y'all, y'all are really talented. Question for you, though. Um, so you do you got a studio and you yeah. do the engineering. When yeah. did you fall in love with that part? When my mama bought me the studio. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can't say I fell in love with it right then and there, but I was the nigga that had it. So, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like. When everybody at school was like, damn, man, I want I want to make a song. I was the nigga that can jump out and be like, oh, I got a studio in my basement. And then niggas would be like, nigga, you lying. No, I'd be like, no, no bullshit. Nigga, pull up to the crib at the school, nigga, and we can just go cut some shit. And uh, and it was just love. And back then, I was god-awful, nigga. It's just <laughs> start the app up, record, nigga, whatever yeah. you got is what the fuck is going to sound like in the car. At the time, that shit sounded cold, though, didn't it? Oh, it sounded fine. You know <laughs> <laughs> That shit was crazy good back then, but like... uh. It's damn near, you can't digest it. Nah, if I turn mm. it on right now, you'd be like, man, come on. We need something better than this yeah, guy. Man. But, uh, but shit, when you got it in the house, like you can, you learning it completely different. I can go down in the basement and tweak it and fuck with it whenever I want to. Yeah, uh huh. I had no intentions on making it sound good, though. I had all the intentions of getting all of the words out of my mind. You know what I'm saying? Like saying everything I ever wanted to say with no time restrictions, like, uh, like we had when I was going to somebody else's studio. We got to get. We got to get these three songs done today in this amount of time. When it was in the basement, I had whenever. And it wasn't like I had like no curfew or no bedtime. My mama was real G about it. Like, And that's important. My mama was one of them like, you going to do this shit anyway? You might as well be in the crib. So at least I got some ears on it. You know what I'm saying? At least at least you ain't at somebody else's crib and they kicked, somebody kicked the door in and you were just a victim. You know what I'm saying? At least I can keep my eye. You do whatever the fuck you want, but keep it in here. That's dope. That's a different level of love and support. Like, niggas just don't really have that. Loki, that's the reason that we started this studio. Because we ain't, we had a very specific time frame. Uh, we was at the, we was playing the white man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yo, man. Uh, niggas getting audio back late. Like, you know what? Like, we just wanted somewhere we could record ourselves and shit. We, it, went, it turned into what it turned into, but it really wasn't supposed to be that. But being able to do that shit freely. Like, yo, we ain't got to rush. We can relax and do that shit is just the flexibility. Is, is, yeah, that's 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 the biggest thing. Like, I don't I don't have to report to nobody. You know, if if we if we decide that we're going to record a, a a pod in the middle of the week. All right. Well, fuck it. Like, nigga, I ain't doing shit. You ain't doing shit. We got the keys. We can walk in and out this bitch whenever we want to. And just just having that freedom I, I think you're able to grow differently in a creative space because you're not you're not boxed in. You know, I, I don't have to just be creative between three and five. Like whenever the inspiration hit, I'm like, shit, I can get up, go to the studio now and just fuck around and do whatever. I, you. That's when you can experiment. That's when you can really work on your craft you when it's available to you whenever you whenever you want to. You can have, you can have fun with it. I can drop a song in and. And not really care if the world ever hear it. I'm, I just want to hear this. I got these thoughts ringing in my mind. Let me go see what this sound like. To this day, I got a, I got a studio in my house right now. Like if I, I have the studio that I go when I be with them, but I still have my studio at home. If I wake up in, at three, if I jump up at three o'clock in the morning because I'm writing at sixteen, and I want to see what it's gonna sound like before I go record it at my real studio, I go downstairs and just do it. And it's gonna, it's gonna be equal quality because my first job was recorded at my house in my, in my basement. Okay. Uh, Phil Jackson was recorded in my studio. Man, that was a lot of that was a downfall for a lot of um new music, you know, um was like quality back in the day because 
everybody didn't have access to everything went digital or whatever. So the quality was, was, was bad, unfortunately. But now, um, sometimes that shit still is bad. Sometimes. And not, mm-hmm. and not because some people just don't give a fuck. Sometimes. They don't. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like we, uh, we was chopping up Orlando and he was in there. He was like, nigga, we want to, we recorded She want to put that shit out now. But he was like, the label wanted it, um, like a certain format, certain, I'm like, He's like, we couldn't upload MP3s. I'm like, because you know, that shit ain't. That's compressed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he's like, well, nigga, don't we don't give a fuck. Because he was like, well, look, nigga, when we put this shit out, we know how much money we going to re- get. Like, it's not even for the quality of the music. It's for the content. And I was like, you know what? I can't be mad at that. Because niggas do music for different things, right? Yeah. Some niggas want to do it as an artistic outlet. Some niggas don't want to be in the hood no more. I'm going to put this shit out for, for commerce only. And like you can't even say that's bad or wrong because nigga, you could be doing a lot of worse shit than putting out music for a living. You know what I'm saying? So And just with the type of content that like it's no knock to it. Like he just need to the content need to come out. Yeah. You know, and, and people don't wanna wait on like if you are independent and you gotta wait on the machine, like that that shit don't that shit don't work for you. Yeah. So Lando just trying to get like nigga, we's taking it straight to, straight from the lab, straight to the people. Uh, question for y'all, man. Well, one last question and shit. As far as like uh the 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 general narrative right now is that you gotta drop like a lot of music a lot of times, like very very often. Do y'all feel that way, or do y'all feel like if I drop some shit, if I don't drop nothing for six months to the year, like it's okay, or do you feel a need to every three months? I think you months? just gotta have balance for real, cause like I mean, you could drop a bunch of shit, but eventually people are gonna stop caring. Yeah. So you got to have that balance between like, all right, this is a quality drop. I feel like I have to click on this or whatever the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? Or you could drop like there's niggas who drop. I I literally I'm a nigga that'll sit there and count how many videos a nigga has dropped his entire like life. A nigga dropped 25 videos a month. I only watch one of them bitches. Yeah. So you might as well have to drop one of them bitches. Is you had to find that balance between quality and quantity for real? Like yeah, it depends on it depends on the type of game you playing too. Yeah, that too. It's, 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 is 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 different levels to the, it's different levels to the shit like um it's people it's people like Kanye that you might you might only see two three videos from a merry year but every one of them videos going you going to tell they got a budget this nigga wasn't bullshitting they thought through you yeah. know what i'm saying um so um i feel like in today's world you got to drop a lot but a lot is relative it's not. It's not a. It's not a determined number. It's not like a hundred tracks a year is like the number. A lot is depending on who you are. Like as of right now, if Drake dropped two albums this year, we're gonna feel like he dropped a lot yeah. because he never does that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I think but, you got kind of train your audience on, on what yeah. to expect. Yeah, but in right. the in the beginning, you ain't train. You, you can't really train your artists. You trying to attract them, so yeah. you kind of you kind of got to drop. You can't music move too fast at this. At, so. That's the con from now, from to from back then to now. Uh, while it's easier to put out, the barriers are down, and anybody can enter the the rap yeah. industry. Not because of that, your music dropped this week, and in two weeks somebody else dropped. You might people might push your project to the side, not because it's bad. Because they want to hear whatever's new. Yeah, it's it's new music coming out. You know what I'm saying? If you want to compete with new music in a, in in a world where music is dropping so rapidly. You gotta you gotta compete. You gotta drop some more. Um, I think last year I probably dropped like four EPs, but it wasn't a lot of music. If you being technical, yeah. I probably dropped like twenty five songs last year. Um, 
but you space it out. You know what I'm saying? You let the consumer feel like they're getting more than what they're getting. I, I make four or five complete, concise projects. You know what I'm saying? Instead of dropping 20 tracks and nobody's going to listen to 20 tracks. Music move too fast for niggas to drop hour-long projects, 20, 20 songs. Niggas because, in the car for 20, mi- yeah, 20 minutes. Split it up. You could split that shit up. Nah, and I think a lot of it has to do with how you support it, too. Like, uh, are there visual? Is it just music or is it visuals? Am I getting something more with, with just the music? Because that's, that's what holds people. Yeah, we in a more visual age, too, so you definitely got to come visual. You got to that's what the visual. fuck I care about. That's why I say, like, you got to have that balance of quality and quantity for real. Because, like, yeah, you can drop a bunch of videos, but, nigga, if it's just you standing in the fucking room every time, like, nigga, I ain't about to watch that shit, Facts. bro. Facts. Uh, shit, like, Kendrick ain't dropped since 2017. Like, that shit's so like, tragic, bro. Give me a project. Come on, it's time. You know what I'm saying? You it's do. it's it's right. Give me a give me a project, you, my nigga. You do. You, you know what I'm saying? Overdue, Shit. really. Kid, Good Kid, Mad City was 2012. Yeah, nigga, it's about to be 10 years. And like, I still think of that as like a, a, a yeah. leader of a new school. Like, no, nigga, you've been in for 10 years, nigga. You a grizzly veteran. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 10 years. It's almost time to move over. Yeah. If you keeping it a bean, niggas coming up right now that's ready to snag that spot. Yeah. yeah, facts. But I mean, if he puts something quality, I'm pretty. I'm pretty I mean, sure. not to say that like, like he not gonna, he, it's not gonna be like trash. I'm fairly sure he's a project coming this year. Um, we hope. I'm fairly sure it is. I was fairly. He sure RC nigga though. I didn't think last year because last year would have been perfect though. The election was still going on last year. I didn't think he was putting a project out before that was finished. That's I heard that me. nigga living. The type of the type of artist he is, he would have flourished in an election year. He's a he's a. He damn near got a political narrative kind of sorta. Yeah. He'd have flourished in that t- in that space. Yeah, but I figured that he wanted to see that shit play out, so he know what angle to take, so to speak. But I don't. Who knows? That's just a nigga. Yeah. Me. Yeah, I thought last year. I thought last year would have been perfect for him and Cole to, and I think to drop that, something last year. In real life, I think what Cole, Kendrick, and Drake, from my understanding, was all supposed to drop last year, but then the pandemic came and was like, nah, we not putting that shit out because you can't. Can't go on tour with it. You can't go can't on tour. Can't do 50 you can't dates. You can't. Niggas not outside. Can't, can't do the stadiums. <laughs> niggas <laughs> not outside to push records through the summer. Now this summer, niggas is outside. So Cole, Cole got a tour lined up already. Yeah, he been here in October. But what they did was they gave too many other people the opportunity to drop. While while niggas was sitting at home, like just digesting music because they couldn't do shit else. Yeah. It was niggas like me and Mark dropping music. So That's a fact. we emerging through that. That's so, a fact. You you gotta find that balance, like like, and I'm I'm not about to sit here and act like I'm about to take Drake's spot tomorrow. But you could y'all niggas let I, I'm not doubting it either, but y'all niggas left the door open, kind of sort of. If it was me, I'd have buttoned all of that shit up. I ain't letting nobody that that's sitting at the crib and I got all the time in the world now come eat off of what I gotta eat. I'm I'm about to drop, even if it was just something short, I'd have yeah. dropped. Yeah. But they left the it left the door wide open and niggas just been creeping right on in like like little baby and Dirk didn't, for sure. Didn't, didn't Drake give us like a like a little mini project like three yeah. three four Shitty songs? Yeah. Yeah. No, he gave us a full project. Yeah. But it was like mixtape shit that was piece. never officially released. Okay. Then he he had, he, and he gave us the care package, but it was also a full project full of new shit. And it just it wasn't the best Drake. It was just good Drake. Yeah. When we no, nah, I won't go that route. Come on, hot take. Yeah, when we had a good Drake album, when the last was, time we had a, uh, if you if you hearing this is Scorpion, like, I feel like Scorpion was great. Scorpion was good. It wasn't great. 
I think great. Scorpion would have been better if it was uh more concise. One, one album, one, one uh, it was too many tracks. Because I ended up left taking too much them all. I made a fluff. playlist and took. You took what you wanted, and yeah. then you probably left about eight on the table. Like I don't need them, if not more. But if not more, but Drake would had the potential to drop an all time classic if he'd have made it concise. If he'd have took the songs that you probably put on your playlist, which is probably the same ones that everybody put on their playlist, he'd have took them, smashed them down into one album. We'd still be playing Scorpion today. Yeah. But now you listen to your two, three, four when they come up on your playlist, and yeah, all right. But I feel like that's us, and he playing a, a, such a big game. There's probably like a song that we don't give a fuck about that go crazy in like fucking Australia. You know oh what yeah, that, like, that, okay. that, that's the shit he on. Like okay. if you at if you at Home Depot, you gonna you hear, gonna hear some random you ass song like, like you like, yeah. dang, he got it in here. This the this the beauty of me linking up with Mark. My thought process linked with his thought process. Yeah. It's something totally, it's something totally different. This is this is the power of collaboration as artists. I don't even think about shit like that. I think about me as the consumer and, and ten of them songs he could have kept entirely because I'm never right. listening to them again. Not that they're bad, they're just not as good as the other ten that I really like. Absolutely. And, but yeah. maybe Mark could come with another perspective. Like, nah, nigga, maybe in Europe they gonna like no, these. No, because like this right nigga, here. if you go through Drake catalog, you'll see this nigga has Spanish features. You click on the song, this nigga singing in Spanish. Yeah, for yeah, sure, definitely. Man, that be the that be the that be the interesting thing, man. When you talking with different artists or you you doing music, I don't know, I want to say critiques or whatever, but like it's just certain songs that stand out to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I like this project, man. Yo, these are these are three songs that really jumped out for me. It don't mean I don't like the other shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, you just resonate more. That's all. I think everybody got a uh, on some metaphysical and next. Everybody got like a certain vibration level, and there's certain beats and instrumentals and flow patterns and cadences that just vibrate at a level like immediately. I like this song. That's why we pick certain beats that we pick. Cause like nigga, I probably sat in a certain type of room for a certain amount of time, and now. My brain frequency operate on the type of shit because I was a little nigga in the fucking dark. Now I like these type of beats. You feel yeah. me? Like that's how shit really happened. Like there's a nigga who's always turned up, so now that nigga only hear turn up shit, and he can only make turn up shit. Yeah. Like it's it's some deep shit for real. Like even when I make like a different type of song, like if it got a different type of bounce, it still has to have a certain element of all the shit that I do. Like it gotta have that certain frequency for sure. But I mean, even as an artist, I think you're probably reaching a level where you're finding yourself. You know where your lane is. Yeah. You know where your level of comfort is. So I mean, uh, you you find the right beats or the right sound that, to move to move at your comfort level. And then one thing that I noticed, like with the last two projects, like y'all dropped with Corey, like it's a cohesive sound, yeah. and that's where a lot of like niggas fuck up. They it be. Eight nine producers on it, not even producers. Eight nine beat makers, and it's not a cohesive sound. And that's, and I think that's that's important to carry your project. Yeah, and, but that's the product of a lot of like minded niggas being in the same room too, though. Because like nigga, he could send the beats that he do send. He sent me beats that I don't fuck with. You know what I'm saying? But ultimately, he boil it all down. It's some, it's a very concise type shit because we all be on the same shit. What I like what you, what you said, Dave, though, is like, you know, y'all two together have contrasting interests, contrasting thoughts with things. It's not just a room full of yes men oh, yeah. making making terrible decisions. You know what I'm saying? Y- y'all can be honest enough with each other. Like, look, this worked for me, but this don't work for you. Yeah. And, and and that that helps create and craft a sound, too, because like no, if we all being honest with each other, ain't nobody bullshitting each other. We also bringing out the best in each other. That's, That's why we got fact. him. He the honest man. Yeah, he the honest nigga. Yeah, he the Earth. honest. Because we gonna be sometimes we gonna be biased because we the artist. I'm a fan of Mark, so yeah. Mark gonna say when Mark say shit, I'm like, "That's hard." Mark might be a fan of mine. When I say some shit, he be like, "No, nah, Dave tripping." 
him on the outside be like, I'm looking at the whole body of work. Throw this one in the trash, guys. Let's let's start yeah. let, let, back you to the drawing need board. That, Cause that'd be hard to say. Cause like y'all know each other, right? So you, yeah. he may may he may say something that you think is super cold because you literally know what life experience made that bar. Somebody on the third third party, like it just don't, don't do nothing for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So right. like I get that bias drink. Like no, nigga, that shit hard. You know what nigga that went through last week for him to say, and I still showed up, nigga. That shit hard. <laughs> nigga be like, eh? a nigga that don't know what you went through last <laughs> yeah. week, looking like uh, that was. Uh, yeah, keep that sure. bar. Yeah. That's what that's what he there for. But yeah. all every piece, every piece matter. Every piece matter. A lot of people think that you know one piece is more important than the other. Nah, every single piece of this shit matter. And that's why the music is um, the music is starting to go well for us now. You know what I'm saying? The the minds that we have put together. It's more pieces right now than I've ever had in my music career. And I've been making music for quite a long time, but. The collaborative nature of it now, putting gotta have a pieces. good team. Yeah, the team really been making this shit happen, and it's all love to my team. Uh, I think it's not like the, it's y'all just sound confident in the music right now. Oh yeah, like real confident in the music. Sliding out of lodge is my shit, dog. Yeah, that that, that shit. Chicken Peter and the ride. <laughs> Shout out to yeah, my yeah, culture, man. Shout yeah. out to culture. I like that. I like the collective, man. Man, listen, dog. I'm, I'm fucking with the music. I want everybody else to fuck with the music. Um, tell them where they can find it at. Uh, I'm on all digital uh, streaming platforms under Dave Hill. Depending on your musical taste, I might be the top Dave Hill. I might be the bottom, but it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be a nigga there with some dreads and some all white buffs, some ice in them. You know what I'm saying? Click that nigga, and you could put the whole page on shuffle if you will. I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise you. Okay. Uh, that's on everything. Yeah. Yes, indeed. I mean, you could say the same for me. Are you going Apple? Really? You just search Bay Mark on Google. And I'm gonna come up. I'm down. Yeah, I'm the top result down there. Now nah, I'm overtaking the babies for sure. So if you just look on, uh, yeah, search Google, my shit will come up. You can get on YouTube. You can watch a nigga for at least an hour and a half. You feel me on TV? I'm everywhere. Just type in Babe Mark. I'm gonna come up. Man, okay. that's dope. I fucks with it. Um, we support man. So whenever absolutely got when y'all drop the when y'all drop the new joint, come on back through. Come on, in, you know the, the door is always open. You know, we appreciate y'all coming through and uh, whenever y'all got, even if it's not no music dropping, if y'all just want to come through and kick it, shoot the shit with us, you know, the door is always open for that. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Yeah. Damn, man. I had a good who's man to this, dog. I did what not got? It's going every time I don't, every time I forget, like on the, the next morning, I'd be like, God damn it, I remember it's, my who's man it, it should be the, it should be the verdict. Oh, shit. Yeah, let's talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that should be our, he only got 22 and a half years. Uh, well, he gonna die. Listen, <laughs> I don't ever want to say only 22 and a half years because I'm not the nigga that got to do 22 and a half. But years. how old is he though? However, he in his 40s. 40 yeah. something. You could get out at 60 and yeah. live a straight ass life. Fuck all that. He need to be in there for life. Uh, my whose man's is this? Definitely goes to Chauvin and this whole ass mom. Like, yo, listen, like, I get it. You, you a mother, you love your son, your son gone to prison. But, like, you got to read the room, my nigga. You got up there. <laughs> In front of the family of the nigga, I mean, in front of the family with your son killed. And you got up there like, I'm going to miss our special hugs. Um, wherever you go, I'm going to come. And, nigga, that's, and that's a mother's love. Like, I get it, but you standing in front of a mother's and a daughter's and a family's love agree, for their loved one agree. that's not here no more because you stood on his neck for nine minutes. Like, 
read the, say what you got to say but like my nigga you didn't show no love no no like you didn't even look and say hey <laughs> my bad to the fam like you just got up there and read the room she was trying to save his life and f- fuck all that i mean it's it's fine fuck all that shit and then he get up there saying um you know i got a statement but um i can't really say right now some some stuff is going to come out in the future um that i'm you know uh, make everything you know give you a little bit more peace but um i do want to send my condolences to the family um but i i, I don't think you're not dropping a mixtape say what the fuck you gotta say and get the fuck on like nick like you like i, I don't want to i want to get this time at this time nigga what's the other time nigga you trying to sell a book you trying <laughs> to sell a novel like nigga? What's i mean dro- that might be the move like <laughs> that that might be his next play what's dropping next week anything. nigga when are you ever gonna have the time Another chance to address <laughs> nigga, 20, the family of the person that you gonna come in, 2020 gonna come interview me. Dateline, somebody but gonna come to a, the jail and interview that adju- nigga. The, the man's family is sitting right there. You talking about not at this time? You're never gonna be in the same room with the people again. They can just watch the interview. Who the? F- that's right. I mean that's 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 the whole play. That's the whole play for his Dateline special. They can watch the interview. He can apologize to him there. I'm not saying that is right, but that's probably the play that he going with. Hey, fuck that nigga and fuck that play. Um, the judge kind of got school. He kind of he kind of spooked me out and shit, man. When he started talking, he was like, "Yo, I'm not doing this verdict off of emotion or this." I'm thinking like, "Yo, where this nigga going with this shit?" Because technically, he could have got a nigga probation. I don't know if y'all was aware of that shit. Uh, and his his lawyer was like, "Yo, get it." If he would have got a nigga probation, he was walking out that bitch today. I'm hey. like. You know what I'm saying? So when he, I, I thought it might go that way because the family already got the settlement. And usually, when they get the money, like the sentence ain't ain't quite as heavy. Yeah. So you know, the statute say you know the charge carries up to 15 years, um, but the judge got the ability to go above that by double. So technically, when they were saying you should get 30 years, because he can technically go over it, but not more than double. He gave him 22 and a half. You got to do two thirds of your time. So 15 years, you know, he out. And as you know, you know, that's kind of light because I got niggas in prison right now for 15 years who never killed nobody. You know what I'm saying? In front of the fucking world who wasn't a police officer who didn't do it because they pride was hurt. I, I It's only it's one or two reasons I think he killed that man. Uh, one was pride because some people was around him telling him to get his fucking knee off of him. And he was like, Hot, I'm not. Cause they was talking shit to him. Like get your fucking knee off his neck. If this was me and I don't think he wanted to do it. Cause he would have felt like at that time y'all was making me do it. So you stood there with, which was indifference to his life. And that's, that's bullshit. Or two, you knew the nigga was dead. You knew that man was dead and you try to do some American gangster shit and act like he was still alive and wait till the ambulance come and get him. You know what I'm saying? Because if you would have got up, and they would have seen that his body was dead. So I think he, it was one of those two things. Either In either event, there's no excuse for that shit. That was purpose. That wasn't a mistake. You did that shit on purpose. And for 15 years, dog, again, I'm not the one that's doing the time, but I know niggas in prison right now for more than 15 years, and they ain't killed nobody. Uh, could we could we agree that it's a move in the right direction though? Yes, sure, okay. it is. Okay, it nah, definitely is a move in the right direction. I think Dog should have got some more time. I think he could rot in there for all I give. Uh, he may not make it, but yeah, correct, correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but we we got a verdict. You yeah. know what I'm saying? 
And that's and that's more than what we got. would have got than, a decade ago. That's more than what we didn't got in the last two three years. Who else been convicted? You can't name him. You don't know no cops that been convicted. He the first one. Little white girl who shot a. Uh, Man the, in his apartment, busting the yeah. apartment. She got yeah. convicted too. Okay, yeah. that's two. What we we, what, we yeah. that's a that's that's, 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 that's a real that's small. A, that's a fraction. I was worried, man. That's pennies on the dollar. Low I key. was worried about this one because, like uh, a few years back, um, police officer uh, killed a nigga and killed a young man uh, in the pink pink homes or pink projects in New York City. Got convicted, but the judge was like, <laughs> "Time served to let him off." Like. Like what? Like you shot him in the you shot a man in the back. Got convicted of the crime by a jury, but when they came to uh, sentencing, he gave him like time served and let him walk away. So it's, you know what I'm saying? It's T-O- gonna be hard interrupting that relationship between police officers and judges. Like that's just is not gonna happen overnight. They they both work hand in hand. They in each other's pockets. Yeah, and that's gonna take some time and some. Uh, no, it's gonna take money and violence. There's only two things that change anything in this world: is money and right. violence. Uh, but you got to also change the the narrative and the representation also like what you mean i mean nigga white judge and white police officer to me like that that's a menagerie for that's kind of awful because we don't that's what i'm saying you have to change you have to start and change that narrative also uh, the only reason i say it's our fault because like you can't be the police and be black like we we clown you know what i'm saying like nigga you the police and it's Uh, i think that's changing now I hope it it should change. You know, know what I'm saying? I know we a need a couple of uh, police officers that are. But uh, I mean, if you can't do it on a police end, then you got to change it in, in your prosecutors and your defense attorneys and your judges. Like the, the there has to be some some other shade Man, there making those decisions. Let's, let's not let's not ignore systemic racism. Let's not ignore that that we that there are barriers for us to enter those. Spaces. Absolutely, absolutely. It's not always our fault that we're so. Uh, it might be our fault that we're not cops, but when you start rising up that hierarchy, that's not always our fault. Look, that, that door not always open. This is a great segue because I had a conversation with a, a listener um, of the pod. I'm gonna reach out to him next week. That's who's a, a judge? Who's a judge? You know, here in the city, and um, he said it's like other. There are a number of other young black judges that we had. That I, I literally he told me that I was fucking flabbergasted. I'm like, nigga, really? Uh, but we're gonna bring him on the show, man, because I want to have this kind of conversation because I'm pretty sure he can shed some light. On some things, other things that I had no idea. Yeah, about. and I'm not, and I'm not saying that it's yeah. just easy. Like it's just gonna happen in a year or two. But like, yeah, the, for sure. You know, this this is a step in the right direction. But in order to keep steamrolling in that direction, other things are gonna they're going to have to change little by little. Facts, but money and violence. Nobody changing anything other than that. Drop a check or drop a nigga. One of the two. Yeah, I mean, like they 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 claim that the reason that the old boy was uh convicted because they was scared of what was going to happen in the streets if he wasn't convicted. That's violence. I mean, it's it's still no <laughs> you know guarantee that there's not going to be money some type of uproar like, in the streets, though. And money, because, like, y'all was going to... I mean, there was a lot of damage that was done. Like, yo, well, the city can't take this shit. Y'all got to figure this out. I'm cool with that, because I don't think anything in history, any war has ever been solved with anything. Uh, you're not about to virtue... You're not about to... Does he go to jail in protective custody, or they just throw him in gym pop? No, all them niggas. Everybody who got a big case on the news or some shit, they be in protective custody. Not that you can't get fucked up in protective custody, cause niggas die every day in jail. B. Uh, what's the nigga just died, who 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 killed himself uh, this week was uh John McAfee, the nigga from the antivirus. Yeah. Nigga was on the run for a long time, dog. They was looking for this nigga for years. He got found in like a he got killed in a um 
Mexican jail cell. I'm like, all right. And he was supposed to be granted like to come back to America. That's yeah. why, yeah, that shit crazy. Yeah. But. Look, my nigga, I don't call me whatever the fuck you want to. I don't never want to be in jail in another country. I don't. I ain't, oh, no, I ain't, no. I ain't cut for it. I, I just ain't. I ain't. I'm not trying to go to no prison. However, that's true. A prison <laughs> in, in another Mexico? country. Nah, my nigga. Not any any third world country? Nah, I'm straight because y'all doing prison a little bit different. Yeah. Look, I ain't gonna say I'm some career criminal, but I definitely got arrested in Canada, and it was a completely different experience than getting Damn. locked up in Damn. OCJ. And you probably ain't even do nothing. Oh no, no, I was definitely in the wrong. I was definitely in the wrong. What did you do though? Ah uh, man, I was trying to sneak some shit back into the country. Uh, uh, understandable. Respectable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, the liquor cheap. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Nigga was trying to get a couple bottles back into the country. That's not that bad though. It's not that bad, but like that whole one phone call thing that you get here. Yeah, yeah we got a phone call after I sat in lockup for like six and a half hours. Dang. And that one phone call shit like that's, that's some American that's shit. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know if that shit worked. In Cuba, no, no, I, yeah, <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? You, you might get a phone call, but it might be like a week or two from now. Man, I was watching this video about a nigga in Cuba um, who was flying a drone, and they were about to get that nigga life in prison and shit. Uh, <laughs> turns out that nigga was flying a drone over where um, Castro was at in a special hotel and shit. Uh, so the military was like, my nigga, military thought he was an American spy. The nigga was from Canada. And it was like, how'd you know he was there? He was like, nigga, I didn't. Like, I was just, I was just flying the fucking drone. They kept that nigga for like forty eight days. They told him he wasn't getting Damn. out. And um, some shit behind the behind the scenes. The Canadian. Don't you government. remember when Freddie Gibbs caught caught that charge? That yeah. nigga was over. He was somewhere locked up for like damn near two years. Yeah. Well, Dang. I don't think it was two years, but yes, for sure. ASAP got locked up somewhere for. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. Sweden. <laughs> didn't Trump? Didn't Trump, Trump, Trump get him Trump wanted that nigga to like acknowledge me, nigga. Like I, I he probably wanted out. to, but he can't. You know, that's career suicide. But like, right. you get me out of prison. Good looking out, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Shit, Kodak, Shit. Kodak just said it. Kodak said, "Fuck it, fuck bring dog back. back." Fuck what y'all talking <laughs> about. Let me nigga, out. Let me bitch. out of nigga. Good looking out, my nigga. <laughs> fuck you talking about? You, you just you can't you can't be black and be out there like yeah that nigga Trump did a solid for him. Like what's understood don't need to be explained. The nigga let me out, if nigga, and I'm just the nigga get in front of me and tell me Biden did a solid for him. I'm looking out the corner of my eye at that nigga too. But that's just me. That's also me, though. <laughs> like, you, who, niggas? When we start trusting fuck. the government, like, right. Democrat or Republican, because we ain't never fuck with the president other than Barack because he was black. Other than that, nigga, this, we ain't friends with them niggas. Never been. Y'all but, vote? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. I do. And I did. And I did not vote for Now, I, I don't vote. Or I, I don't vote Biden. every time. Yeah. I'll be honest. Like, I don't. You said you ain't vote for Trump or Biden? No, I voted for the Green Party. There was another black woman who was running for vice president who just got ignored as if she wasn't running for vice president at the same election. While we gave all that love and, you know, shout out to Kamala. And they were like, she's the first. Like, you also know it's another black woman over here, right? And, like, we got more than two parties and shit, but, like, we act like they don't exist. I wouldn't hear. They're not promoting correctly. But yeah, they there's the, no money behind them. Nigga. But, like, what's crazy, like, they on the ballot, too, right? So like right. when niggas who go out and vote, like you got to cross that all them parties 
They be like, well, nigga, I didn't know. How you not look at your ballot? Especially since everybody. They, they, they don't even they know. Going based off of a name, shit. I don't know who the fuck they is, though. You they don't even like, know shit about Trump and Biden, guys. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Niggas just surprised. But, like, but at least you see Trump and Biden. Like, Trump and Biden, you at least have some familiarity. You see yeah. him on TV. You yeah. see him on the debates. You know, like, nigga, if they walk into the room, you know who Trump, you know who Biden. You don't know who Patricia Miller is. I mean, you got to fucking... Sound like Google machine in your fucking pocket. You know what I'm saying? So what's funny you're is you're standing so, in the booth with that Google machine though, like trying to figure the, it out. I'm saying to this last election, niggas sent the, the 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 ballot out to everybody like months in advance. You know what I'm saying? Everybody had this shit. So if you didn't look at that shit and get on your gu- so when I did and went on the Instagram, I'm like, this motherfucker's in a different city every fucking day. Why the fuck is that on TV? Like, cause you would think, like, oh, them niggas not out here. So, nah. so, so, how would you how would you have felt if Trump would have won and you would have put and you put your vote on the Green Party? I wouldn't. It wouldn't made me feel no different. Okay, respect that. But I think I think that's the thought process of most people. Like you got to pick between the two that are really contenders, and that's it's not it's not that the Green Party or or the whatever the other parties are. It's not that they're not viable. It's not that we don't respect what what they're what what agenda they're trying to promote. It's like. Neither of you two niggas are winning. None of because them. every so that's the that be that be my most frustrating part, right? Because we always we very frustrated with the Republicans and we very frustrated with the Democrats because they don't ever do anything for us, right? Right. And we always say we got this two party system, but we do not have a two party system. We got more than a two party system, but, but nobody ever like. So I just think at some point, niggas got to be like, let me rally around or shoot my attention to another even threaten it niggas wouldn't even th- they would not even threaten not to vote for Biden it's not enough niggas here yeah. we are the minority still I it's think not it's a puppy show it is yeah 100% like I <laughs> we I vote just in case I'm wrong but I 100% think this shit is a, a, is a fucking game and it's picked already yeah. but just in the case I'm wrong I do my civic duty. You know what I'm saying? In the, in the fine print, it's bullshit. It's 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 just hard for me to believe that they leave the future of the free world just in the hands of the public. A nigga would tell you that the NBA Some finals niggas. is rigged, but the election of the United States it was like what? If you pay attention, Hillary won a popular vote. One hundred. Hillary beat Trump. That yeah. that shit don't. I ain't gonna say it don't matter, but it, it don't, don't matter. Go. And nowhere in the fine print does it say the. The uh the house or the electoral uh, votes have, have to, to follow the way of the public. Yep, that that they can. That it's best for them if they want to get voted in next time, but they don't have to. If the whole state voted for Hillary and the electoral was just like, you know what, we going Trump anyway. You can legally do that, yep. and nobody can say anything to you. It's just it just is what it is. But a lot of people don't even know how the government work. A lot of people just go in there, fill out a bubble, and call it a day. Or straight party. Like if you black, you voting Democratic. Like that's just yeah, it. Yeah. So it's like it's almost to the point where your vote don't count. And even if you black, you vote Democratic. If you broke, you vote Democratic. And what's <laughs> a poor white vote Democratic too? Because they want the handouts too. Not saying that it's a handout, but they and need the, a hand. And the poorest co- cities in the country is all ran by Democrats. Yeah, that's man, fucked up. It's some wild shit. It go deeper. And our politics, y'all niggas, but we'd be here yeah, all night yeah, talking yeah, to me yeah. about this shit. Uh, music pick, man. I mean, just as as customary, whenever we had guests in the building, especially that do music, I go with them for a music pick. So as they already told you, get on any of the DSPs, search for Baby Mark, 
Dave Hill. Stream the music, support it. Shit, buy it. Buy it. Don't just stream it, purchase the shit. Yeah. You know, that get part. get yeah. get behind them and support and any new projects, anything they got coming out, just support that shit. So look, we got a high life, they both on it. So will, will that work? Yeah, yeah, that'll work. Yeah. yeah. That's the pick, then I ain't focused nah. on it. Laundry mat tables, most of these niggas folding on it. Shorty want a pick, and so I sent her to Goldie mode. Uh-huh. Say she got pipes, so I say put a vocal on me. One-on-one like Flex Washington. <laughs> Big blunts got us all looking like communists. Uh-huh. Nose piece, both sides froze. We're polar opposites. What? Think I'ma let her hear the vibe. She not a consonant. Bitch. I'm high off life in different continents. Uh. Penthouse views plus robes and moccasins. What College dropout, but in rap, I got my doctorate. I'm like yeah. a bad parent. Don't give a fuck about your accomplishments. Hey. <laughs> Nigga, I don't do it for the recognition. I'm trying to get my paper longer than terms and conditions. You think I'm never coming home, but I'm stuck on a mission. Fuck being the next hoe, bitch, I'm more like the venture. I don't need a thousand words to paint the perfect picture. Flying in the ghost, but clearly you see a person in it. Looking for the go, you might modify your search conditions. So deep in my bag, you might have to put a Birkin in it. I'm trying to drop a chain of like they trap me, just perks a minute. They reside dollar, no, you niggas ain't even working in it. On the game, you ain't gonna treat me like I'm working in it. Car came with a kilt, so when you see me, I be skirting in it. If you looking for the goal, let's have that conversation. Say you trying to get like me, then book a consultation. Little nigga gotta pay me what I think I'm rated. I'm like a prime Michael Jackson, you gon' end up fainting. Shooting at the top, I'm like a city scene. Bitches think I love them, they just Billy Jean. Trick that bitch like a middle finger, I'm just in between. As soon as they call me about some chips, I dip and get the cheese. Uh, headed to the bank, hit my dance in the safe. Baby, I'm too rare, I can pass your estate. I'm still inside the house, I can't pass the estate. If it's a problem, get a handle today. Wait. Yeah. Uh, shit, fellas. That shit fire. <laughs> yeah, we're looking forward to the, towards the joint project. Uh, allegedly. Yeah. No, it's not even allegedly. That's a, that's a it's, committed crime. It's, it's, on, it's on the fly. Okay. You might as well get a date. Nope. I ain't going to get a date. I wanted to hit niggas like a brick. All right. All right. We'll be looking for it. We'll be waiting. But. I mean, we could get niggas a title, though. We already did that. Ah, uh, yeah, we can get niggas a title. Yeah, bouquets and champagne coming very soon, you know? Very soon. Very, very soon. All right, I fuck with it. Yeah. Y'all hit the uh, Steve Jobs? Yeah, for yeah, sure. for sure. Okay, he just dropped the fire project, so yeah. shout out yeah, to Steve Jobs, too, right now. Too. I think I got hit with them on the Juice podcast, you know what I'm saying? They play them, uh, they drop uh, a song on there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I fuck with Juice. Yeah, uh, they drop some shit. They record out of here. Shout out podcast studio, nigga. Uh... Um, so yeah, man. Time for the benediction. Yeah, time for the benediction. Uh, so as customary, you know, whenever we got guests, we kind of let them go first with their socials. So gentlemen, throw your your info out there where people can find y'all. All right, bet I'm Detroit Dave Hill. Uh, very simple, Detroit Dave Hill, spelt just like it sound, and I'm not on everything. It don't change. It don't waver. It might have a period or an underscore, but you can find it if you type that in. So you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at MikeGeorge7. That's M-I-C-G-E-O-R-G-E and the number seven. No spaces, no nothing. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at RealBayMark. You can find me on Instagram at BayMarkMI. And if you can't find it, go on your girl search bar. It's already there, my nigga. <laughs> 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 that's, Yo, that's heat. It's your man, Dame, three underscore three one three. Uh, hit me up on IG on the Twitter machine. At me, talk to me. I talk back. I dog your mama. Uh, when you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. It's Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Shop Talk Podcast. 
shoptalkpod.com. Damn, I always fuck up the website. Shoptalkpod.com. Book some time. I got babies. Yo, uh, shout out to our guest this week, man. Two talented artists. I appreciate y'all for uh, the dope content and for coming through. Yeah. Um, shout out to y'all checking in 277 episodes. You feel me? Uh, I got some shit that's coming up, man. It's going to. It's going to kind of shock y'all, man. Well, no, I shouldn't shock y'all because we dope as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Got some shit that's coming up. Um, and I just appreciate the love and support, man. You know when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we're the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jay and Dane. Hell yeah. Peace. Peace.